Here we go. You're listening to episode 92. This is Clemente's Corner. I am your host. What's his name? Clemente. I also go by Matt. I also go by... That's it. There's only two things that go by, but I appreciate you listening. Like I said, this is episode 92. If you've been following my path, you know that I'm nervous. I'm scared. I have anxiety. Everyone has anxiety. If you have anxiety, hit up your local therapist. They help you with depression and anxiety and stuff, probably. Um, also, I have a Live Nation uh, promotion, sponsorship. I have a sponsorship, my first ever sponsorship. I mentioned this earlier, but I had to delete it. Sponsorships, I've had three in the past. They were all made up. They were friends. They didn't really, like, okay, spicy, spitefully spicy. Shout out to Colin Robinson. He gave me a salsa. But it wasn't, like, a real, like, sponsorship. Like, he didn't, not in any insult to him because he's awesome. But it wasn't, like, a real, like, sponsorship. They wasn't, there wasn't, like, a, a contract involved. No one was like, hey, you're involved in this, this, this sponsorship. But right now I have a sponsorship. It's with Live Nation. And they emailed me. They didn't tell me how to read anything. You know, I just added it to the pre-roll. So if you hear a, a pre-roll for Live Nation... That was me. That was you, actually. You got the views. I didn't do nothing. I just I just recorded the shit, and you listened to it, and I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate all my fans. I've seen a lot of growth, so that's awesome, you know. Uh, got a lot of views on Podbean. Got a lot of views on SoundCloud. I don't know how to check other statistics. I'm very illiterate when it comes to the Internet, but I'm learning things, and I appreciate you guys. I appreciate all of you. This episode had Nick Schmido. A producer, very talented producer, does a lot of hip-hop beats. He's moving to Dallas soon. Guy's a monster. He's going to do great things. And uh, he's just very inspirational. If you follow him on social media, he's he's had gone through a lot of surgeries. He's had his, his colon removed. He's had just – he's been dealing with it for a long time. And he's his personality is just awesome. It's through the roof, and it's good to see – you know, people that struggle that are still able to keep a smile on their face. And not only keep a smile on their face, but able to keep other people happy. Able to just go above and beyond with with how they handle life is super awesome to see. And he's one of those guys. And Derek Porterfield, he's a, he's a musician. You know, he's a videographer. He's a really cool guy. He's a very smart guy. He has great uh, back and forth. He has great opinions on life. And he has great questions. He asked some questions I didn't know how to answer because they were just so well put together and so thought-provoking. He's a great he's a great human being, both great guys. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. Uh, this intro is brought to you by Lake Dads. This song is called Sea Wolves. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy episode 92. Thank you for listening. Hey, check me out at uh, House Bar Tuesday, Whiskey River Wednesday, and Six Car Saturday. The week is filled please come out and see me. You don't have to. I didn't mean to say please. That sounded like I was begging. I wasn't begging. Come out and see me if you're interested. If not, that's cool. Just listen to this podcast.
You said audacity. Audacity. It's not audacity. No, it's audacity. Oh, I, I, I just can't talk. I, <laughs> I have a problem. I thought I was saying it wrong this whole time. No, no, it's definitely me. Audacity. Ableton. Ableton. Tell it me won't. more about Ableton. I uh, use Ableton. Yeah. I don't know That's any. I, I know. can't use That's... it. I'm I'm really bad at it, so I probably shouldn't be pitching it to you. But it's tight. You could do GarageBand too if you're like a bitch. Continue. Is that how I really sound mm-hmm. in no, real life? I've actually been uh, manipulating your voice this whole time. Oh God, <laughs> that makes <laughs> me feel so much better. He <laughs> looks so sad when he's. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. That's hilarious. So, uh, what's it called? Bellaton? Ableton. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and what makes it better than Audacity? Bellaton would be a terrible porn star. She's um, a plus size porn star. I actually don't Bellaton. know. Bellaton. <laughs> I honestly don't know much about Audacity, so I don't know. Audacity is fine for what you're doing. I, I would honestly do GarageBand. If you start having trouble with this, I'm not saying like change what you're doing, yeah. but I'm saying like if you start having trouble with this, a $250 iPad comes with GarageBand. Mm. And you can still run all this stuff. I used to have an iPad, but I didn't use it, so I just sold it for like 150 bucks. Uh, that's actually not bad. And you made decent money on that iPad. I, I just paid 250 bucks for a brand new one. So why'd you? Why would you buy an iPad at this point in your life? You know, I I could blame <laughs> it on my daughter. I could blame it on my six-year-old daughter, uh, or or I could be honest and say that I really just wanted one, man. I, what do you do on it? Um, I I really do screw around in GarageBand. Like Nick gives me stuff, and you I want record. Pornos. Yeah, yeah. I don't do that in GarageBand though. It's more like a, you know, it's too big of a selfie stick to hold an iPad, so I use my other cameras. That's fair. So it's all solo stuff though. I can't get any mm-hmm. participants. I, That's fair. Because, I mean, that was me pitching it. I, I just, I, it felt like it just fell oh, flat. I was surprised you got so, an iPad because he's not a fan of Apple. I fucking hate Apple. Really? Apple eats all the dicks. Aren't yeah. you a videographer? I am. And that's a common misconception. Okay, it's not a misconception. There's a lot of stupid creative people out there that use Apple, but there's mm. but you the don't creativity have creativity is stupid. Well, here's the deal. They swatched they swapped over to Intel processors uh more than a decade ago. So, they've been the same as PC forever except that Adobe runs a little worse on them. Mm. So, so there's not even a big difference. Final Cut's really cool. Uh Logic is really cool and those are Apple exclusive, but yeah. I like Logic because he's half white, half black. <laughs> he likes to tell us that. That quality, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> he really. Do- How many albums in is he now? And he still tells us I don't know. as if he changed. Like five or six, probably. He's done quite a bit. I'm undereducated on Logic. I, I saw he just did a music video, right? Yeah. With uh, Eminem. Where he was getting robbed. Oh, yeah, yeah. That you know what too. I'm talking about? Yeah, the... And Chris D'Elio's at the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did one with Eminem? I actually loved it, yeah. And uh, Eminem was dressed as Crystalia at the very, very end of the video. It was pretty cool. And they got Squints from Sandlot to play Logic. I didn't know that. Yeah. It was cool. It was it was very cool. But Logic looks more like Squints than Squints does at this point. So <laughs> it's pretty interesting. Yeah, for like five albums straight now, he's told us he's half black, half white. What's your thing? Like, like uh, Angel. Elizabeth Warren was, was Indian. That guy's half black. Like, what are you? Yeah, what are you, Nick? What's what's your minority card? Mm. Which one's gonna get me the most AOC points? <laughs> I would say Korean. Mm. You know, if you just squint a little, dye your hair darker, you could pull that off. Something Asian. Call it over. I need to be smarter. What's so yours, Matt? Asian. What's your What's your minority card? And what do you got? I guess I'll go with the one I'm already. I already have. That's, that's weak. Oh yeah, it is. Weak. That's weak. Right. Don't Let's be do, weak. Uh, Come on. 
East African. There it is. There it is. No, you understand the is. plight of Africa. Definitely. I mean, gold, I, uh, diamonds, AIDS. Fuck, I'll vote for you. Uh, Somalian pirates. That's all I know about Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Murphy was a prince there. Do you know they don't have really? tigers? Huh? Africa doesn't have tigers. Did you know that? No. I'm dead serious. I don't believe you. I read I that on Reddit last night, and so it must this. be true. I'm dead serious, though. <laughs> it, it, they're, uh, I believe they're East Asian animals. <laughs> but if you were to go on a safari this evening Honestly, and try to see some tigers. I think that's a quote from the movie Up, where he's like, tigers don't exist in Africa, Mr. Fredrickson. Or he says something like that. God, you have such a good memory. Like, I need your memory. You do need my memory. A lot of people need my memory, but they oh, can't John. have it. They can't. I'm going to sell my memory. You should, man. $14 a month. Dude, that's pretty cheap. That's affordable. Yeah, not bad. Oh, you're right. See? <laughs> Isn't that wild? Dang. Yeah. Hmm. This is a learning podcast. <laughs> the learning uh, channel. That's crazy. The learning corner. Well, we do drugs. I like your Woodstock shirt. Thank you. How's your um internal organs? Fantastic. That's good to hear. I weigh Still the most I ever have. Still gaining weight? Yep. Hell yeah. 132 now. You getting more sleep? No. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. But. Take a lot of naps. I'm used to it now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of naps. Would you, do you do anything for energy? Mm. I usually have energy. It's just I have to wake up to go to the bathroom. Is your diet really limited? Like, can you eat spicy things? I can eat whatever now. That's awesome. I couldn't oh, when yeah. I had my colon, though. I was, like, really strict. Yeah, fuck colons. Like, I didn't have sugar for, like, five years straight. I don't even like semicolons. I know. They're hard to use. Yeah. When do you use them? That's I confusing. still don't know. It's really when hard. When do you use them? So you're supposed to use them whenever you end a thought, but it could also be a continuation There's of that like same thought. two independent clauses together. But you could just do what, a, you could just That's put so a, smart, man. What, you could it? just do a but right there. What's or an independent an clause? Or however. It can stand on its own. Like, yeah. I went to the store. Mm. Mm. Later, I ate a cheesecake. Boom. Somebody that would work. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not an English person. Yeah, Hello. <laughs> I'm not a school person. Yeah, you're East African, right? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Which we were colonized pretty aggressively no, by I'm the French. No, I'm Asian. So if either of you guys are French, I'm not a fan. <laughs> Porterfield probably is. I'm not French. German? I'm, I'm Scottish descent, mm. I believe. Uh, um, I'm German descent. Porterfield sounds like, like a some sort of tank. Like a World War One tank. I, I like that. I like Shoot that a lot better than fields. anything I got called in middle school, like Porter Potty, uh, Porter House. You got called Porter Potty. Porter, Porter, Porter House is actually pretty cool. Porter House was all right. Can I hear a Derek Porterfield getting bullied story? Oh, my gosh. Um, there's so many. I'll tell you one that I, I actually blocked out of my memory. I, so this is crazy. I When I was in middle school, um, I was not nearly as, as beautiful and cool as I am now. Naturally. Naturally. And... Uh, these kids grabbed me and did the stereotypical like coming of age 80s movie thing where they grab your belt loops and put it on the flagpole and strung me up the flagpole. I didn't get all the way up to the top. But <laughs> That's like, so cool. Yeah, I got like got like halfway up. <laughs> no one ever did that when I was in school. No, it was it was, uh, it was not great in the moment. It's a really you know it's still a sad story. This is tragic and hard to go through. But they as soon as I got back down. Um, they threw me in a big garbage dumpster thing that was behind the gym, <laughs> and uh, my mom had to come pick me up from school. Holy shit. I'm pretty sure I was crying, um, and she took me to go get ice cream. Well, well, I didn't remember any of this, obviously, and I was on a date with this girl. She brought her over to see my parents, and my She's mom like, brought that up. Because... Aren't you the dumpster guy? 
No, it wasn't even aren't the girl. You the, aren't you Derek Dumpsterfield? My mom brings <laughs> up this bullying story, and she was like, well, you remember when they they strung you up the flagpole, and I was like... <laughs> How high did they lift Thanks, you? Thanks, Mom. I mean, it was like halfway up. It wasn't it wasn't crazy. Like, if I had fallen, it would have hurt, but I wouldn't have broken it. Halfway up, still impressive. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I was, I was pretty light. <laughs> I was I was the string bean of a human. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's one of the bullying stories. Did I you mean, ever get them back? No. Are you in contact no. with any of them? There is no comeuppance in this story. Do you know, uh, All tragedies in the same. Do you know any of them personally? Um. I don't even remember the group of kids. Like, I couldn't tell you any of their names. Oh, that's too bad. I was going to say, we should find them on Facebook. God, that would be like, See, and now part two, motherfucker. See where I'm at? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm mildly successful now. Um, but, it, yeah, it, it did I not I can tie well. ties. I never knew <laughs> yeah. that story. Yeah. No, there's there's a lot of Derek bullying stories. You guys got bullied, though, right? Not to that extent, no. Like, oh, I was cool, kind of cool. dis- <laughs> I was disappointed, really, with, like how i grew up because there was the cliche bullying didn't happen and i was like i guess it died off i mean you're 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 a tall guy you're built like have you always been like pretty athletic pretty yeah i mean i've always been sort of athletic okay i would say nick was in sports i mean you guys you guys i guess were quite a bit more popular than me i was the guy doing the homework for the sports people i mean i got called like clementine and chlamydia and i was told (laughs) i was told i had a big nose big ears and it looks sleepy. We all these are accurate. Accurate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I didn't. I never really got like physically bullied. Me neither. Yeah, yeah, me either. <laughs> no, it's not fun, man. It's not fun. Like I. Uh... But now look how good of a dude you are. It builds character. See? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're not a mass shooter like those other pussies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my abundance of character from being bullied prevented me from uh, from becoming a horrible human with a gun. Okay, are we going to talk about the mass shooting? Is that the thing? That I didn't realize. I didn't realize seg? there were there, there was were one in Ohio until yeah. like this morning. Uh, I don't think there was one in Ohio until this morning, right? Oh, really? When that? I think it was like early this morning because it was at a bar. So that's I guess in like two yeah. in the morning. Mm. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the details on them, but I feel like the details are like irrelevant at this point. I also I agree with that. Like, I agree with that. It, I, you, who needs to be informed whenever you can just yell? You know, like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I it's like, like it's like happening so often that it's like I don't. What's What's it going to benefit me to like? True. Find out, you know, what he ate for breakfast. <laughs> no. Yeah. I I I think. Um, you ever watch Philip Franco? You know who that is? No. YouTube guy. He does like news coverage, right? Um, he does this cool thing anytime there's like a, a shooting or a terrorist event or whatever and doesn't talk about the guy at all. Like all, only shows the mm-hmm. victims, won't show the guy's face, won't talk about the guy's name. I'd love to see that across uh, yep. more news agencies. I'd yeah. love to see CNN, Fox News, uh, you know, MSNBC take that tack. I think they're starting to. I hope so. They should. They're moving away from doing that. But then there's always people that are like, oh, you weren't. I guess they don't carry guns in Texas, and it's like, okay, dick. <laughs> yeah, no. I, well, and you had family down there, right? Yeah. Like in El Paso, you had no, like, for real? your Fam- family, the family reunion was, down there. was yesterday. I didn't go. Damn. Yeah. Well, good call. I was in a That's... group. I was in a group message. They're like, "Is anyone at Walmart?" But now everyone, everyone was okay. So I'm glad everyone was okay. That's yeah, crazy. Me, too. me too. Okay, so so um, I elect Matt president. 2020 what's your what how do you fix the planet how do you fix why the fuck would you ask me that I, i'm just trying to figure I'm it insulted. out man. um you're insulted yeah. you're insulted that i i'm asking <laughs> you to fix america yeah i trust you more than than first uh, thing we do Nick. first thing we do <laughs> is destroy 
the Federal Reserve, and then the White House. And let's just see what happens after that. Bold. Oh. Wow. What is that? Libertarian? Uh, we, is that? Is yeah, that I think we got to go into complete chaos, and then start from there. Start from scratch. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like uh, like the Joker. I watched The Dark Knight. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, Joker had some good principles. Set fire to the rain. Never seen it. You're missing out, man. You've never seen The film. Dark Knight. That is a really good film. What? I don't watch superhero movies. Yeah, I forgot that about it. But you're not even The Dark Knight? It's one he of the greatest watch movies. He can't believe it's actually happening. It's one of the greatest movies ever. It is. Yeah, I can't watch anything that's like, I can't bring to real life. What? Yeah. That's the point of movies. I know. <sighs> yeah, someone hurt him. Feel bad for you. That hurts me. I Part of the reason I like The Dark Knight is actually that element that I do feel as though it could happen. Because... The villain, super believable. Batman. Yeah, is, Batman could happen. Is just Elon Musk. Exactly. Like Elon Musk, ninja style. Yeah. Or that guy Dan Bilzerian. Do y'all know him? <laughs> yeah. He could be Batman. I don't like that guy. <laughs> I don't like that guy. At I don't know all. anything about him. I just know he he won a bunch of money playing poker. Can, right. Can we, poker. Can we just guy. throw this out here that yeah. he's living the life though? Oh no! I mean, he he's living every middle school boy's dream. Yep. Yeah. He drives but tanks around. Do you not feel as though? At a certain point in your in your life, you moved past your dreams in middle school. Do you not think that that? Well, your dreams were, you know, going up a flagpole. So <laughs> it's pretty easy for you. My my dreams were, were hopefully one day not getting strong with a flagpole. And I'll tell you this: it's been several years since that's happened. So that's success. That's <laughs> that's... But no, I don't know anything about the guy. Like I saw he was on the Rogan podcast, but I, I didn't really listen to the interview. I watched. I like, listened a to a little clip. bit of it. It was interesting. Uh-huh. But, yeah, the only thing I know about him is he gets, you know, beautiful women to crawl all over him. Yeah, money does that. Yeah, so. I'd switch lives with him. I mean. But you'd have to watch The Dark Knight. Yeah. (laughs) Pass. Not worth it. Ain't no booty worth that. (laughs) So you wouldn't even watch The Dark Knight right now? No. So, like, if it was on TV, like TNT, you'd change the channel? Yeah. He's son of a bitch, Nick. 100%. You're missing out. Upset. Great cinema. Anyway, I'll go ahead and uh, start the podcast. Just kidding. We're 14 minutes in. But I'm here with <laughs> Derek Porterfield and Nick. I forgot your last name. Schmido. Schmido. Yeah, I knew that. How do you spell it? S-C-H-M-I-T-T-O. Dang. Damn. He's yeah. smart, man. He's no, smart. I have kind of like a photographic memory when it comes to like spelling but stuff. But you just couldn't remember his, his last name. You couldn't sound it out. Well, because I was, I was the last thing I see. <laughs> shut up, man! The last thing I saw was like Nura Beats, and that's what I wanted to call him. And I was like, you know what it is though? New Era. No, like, it's not spelled Nura. different. It's it's New Era. Yeah. Oh, Ebonics or something. I don't know what they call it. Ooh, me neither. I just did it. That's like, racist. In East Africa, I can say that because I'm East African. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Tobacco. I would totally choose to be Asian. I think that's an export. You would Speaking of that? Asians, Yang Gang. Yang Gang. Yang Gang. Yang Gang 420. Are, are all of us gangsters <laughs> right now? I want to I want to talk about that for a second. Yeah, I feel like it. I feel it. Yeah. Okay, so... I think he's the only person I would vote for. Same. Let's talk about the $1,000 dividend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, how do you feel about that? You guys like that? Yeah. I, I think it's it's much more productive than 15 an hour minimum Same. wage. <laughs> if, we're, if we have to choose one of them, we should definitely do the 1000 Dividend. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I thought I thought you were saying like I'd rather get a thousand bucks than fifteen bucks an hour. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying now, though. No, yeah, it, then then pushing that as a policy thing, I, I get that. Um, so so that costs the United States uh, three point six trillion dollars a year, mm-hmm. right? That's that's what that will be. Um, that's that's more than our military budget and and yeah. Medicaid and Medicare combined. 
Um, how do we, and, and I want you to know that I'm, I'm pushing all this out there as someone who's very squarely in the gang camp. Like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. I still believe that this is a necessary step forward, but how do we fix that? I want us to solve macroeconomics for the United States today on this podcast. How do we, how do we fix what? <laughs> how do we fix the, or how do you justify rather the $3.6 trillion that are being funneled back into America f- for basically no other reason than hopes mm-hmm. that it stimulates the economy. Correct. Well, I'm an American. Uh, so I get my news from social media. So Andrew Yang will solve it. Oh, no, that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. What do you think, Nick? I repeat that. Okay, so <laughs> so you're, I'm asking you to justify the United States funneling $3.6 trillion into the hands of the people of the United States mm-hmm. every single year, despite the fact that that's almost triple our military budget right now. It's more than triple, actually. Quit killing people in stupid wars. Oh, I love that. So no more war. I like that policy well, I mean, platform. Like, I mean, no wars anywhere. No more dumb war. Yeah, world mm-hmm. peace. I like that. But it's it's hard <laughs> it's hard to know when to pull out, mm-hmm. you know. I feel that man. I have a kid. <laughs> <It's hard. laughs> really though. Like like with uh Iraqistan and everything, you know. Because I've heard I've heard like military experts, you know, actually be like, Okay, the politicians are saying this, but like we pull out early then everything we've done so far is going to just going to be disregarded like it's not you want to you want to hear my my military policy decision right here like mm-hmm. th- this is what i think we should do Mm-mm. um all of us too bad all of us should be enlisted for four years no matter what mm-hmm. i think when you're a citizen and you are forced into the military it makes people a lot less gung-ho whenever some president hops up and is like yo i think i want to get all the oil in iraq mm-hmm then everyone is like, ah, oh, man, I'm in the military. All my family been in the military. I really would not enjoy going and getting all that oil from Iraq. I would like to stay home, and maybe we could just like focus on this country. Mm-hmm. I think that's. Forget. I think that helps a lot of people. For sure, that's what they do in Israel. I, I don't Israel, know if, Sweden, I think too. I don't know if they do four years, but they definitely have to go to the military. Really? I'd be down for two. Every citizen has to go to the military. Hell, some people I'd be down for sixteen, like those dudes that strung me off the flagpole. That'd be cool. Uh-huh. But uh, then that's going to increase everyone being an alcoholic. Hey. So it's working for the Indians, right? Like, <laughs> Every guy that I know that got out of the military, except for one, loves drinking. I mean, I think the military is mostly guns and drinking. It's like we might shoot some people, but we're definitely going to be drunk as fuck. Close, closest I've been to the military is watching Jarhead. That was an awful movie, so I assume I don't want to. Jarhead be was terrible. Yeah, it was really bad. I enjoyed that movie. Oh. <laughs> no, nah, dude. Like when when they send that videotape that his wife sends him of her like sleeping with that other dude. Mm-hmm. That that broke me, man, for like a while. Oh, well, I was a child, so I didn't care. No, <laughs> I hadn't. How old were you when you watched Jarhead? I was like probably fourteen, maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. I was, th- I was picturing like an eight-year-old yeah, man, about like fourteen. I don't know. Somewhere I think there. I was in college. How old are you? I didn't hate it more than 31. I hate 31. Batman, but I hated it. See, you were on the the cusp of the bullying thing, you know. Like you were, it was it was leaving while you were in middle school. The what? It was leaving. It was. Or leaving? maybe maybe it was like. Peaking. I don't know, but we didn't experience that, and I was disappointed. Yeah, no, you missed out. It's. Uh, I always wanted to, st- like, I would watch the shows as a kid and be like, I'm going to stand up to bullies. Yeah. And then it never happened. Yeah, see, I had all that opportunity. I did not stand up to bullies. <laughs> <laughs> I missed what you waited for your whole life. Did they hang you by your underwear? No, like Damn. belt loops, belt loops. Um, you know, I got wedgies and stuff like that, too. But like, did you really? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. See, I've never seen anyone get a wedgie. Yeah, it's not cool, man. <laughs> it's not cool. And Did I didn't you ever have... get a swirly? 
No, I never got a swirly. Oh, I, I watched a guy um, at church camp. He got forced to lick the rim of a toilet. Of course it was a church that's, camp. That's hep C, you know? That's that's how Pamela Anderson Wait, died. Wait, so there was a bully at church camp? There's a lot of bullies at church camp, man. Wow. Uh, it's people in, in a position of, of power and justification, you know? That's a, that's a prime place to be able to be taken advantage. But with this kid was kind of a, a jerk. Did you ever... You went to camps and stuff, mm-hmm. like not necessarily church camp, but like, you know, like camps. Did you go to church camp? Yeah, I went to church camp. Okay, so we did this thing. You know what an atomic setup is? Yeah. Yeah, I okay. think so. So this dude introduced us all to the atomic setup, and, and for those uninitiated, you, you have this dude who holds a towel over the head of the guy, and you got to like straighten against the towel, you know, you got to really try, you pull the shit up, and it, it stresses all your muscles, right? And hmm. you do a couple of them, and you, you have this explosive sit-up at the very end, and that's like building all your muscles. You're in middle school, and you believe that this works. Mm-hmm. And on the third time, he holds that towel over your head, and you're like, strain, 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 this is the hardest one. Another dude comes over, pulls his pants down, and and you you hit face plant into that dude's butt crack. Wow. And uh, there's a lot of gay things that happen at, at church camp. You don't really <laughs> think about like in, in the moment. Um, but yeah, that was one of them. And he was introducing us to that. The Hitler. Um, if some dude goes and takes a shit, I've and then he like South Park. sits on someone's face, um, oh. gives him a Hitler. Sits on his face after yeah, yeah. So if someone's sleeping, wipes. if someone's sleeping before he wipes, he like. So this dude was doing a bunch of gross things. That's with, I, I thought you would like just like put your finger up your ass a little bit, <laughs> and then, which is honestly less gay than sitting on someone's face. Like that's yeah. There's there's that's a, lot a of whole things. level I didn't know it was that. Like I'm gonna put my bare ass on this dude's face because he's gay. I'll be honest. What man. a faggot! <laughs> I didn't even think about a lot of this until now. Like telling you these stories, like this is just like oh you know like at church camp when someone pulls their pants down to some face. Like talking about it out loud really gives you. I guess a harrowing reality of it all, but yeah, our, our camp counselor figured out that that happened, and he had also just broken up with his girlfriend. He was like super upset that week. Um, <laughs> like I walked in one day to our, our little cabin, and he was listening to uh, Butterfly Kisses and crying in his <laughs> in his uh, dorm bed or whatever. That was weird, and uh, yeah, he weird. he started screaming at the dude that he was being gross, and he was like, "You got to go lick the toilet because you're being you gross with everyone else." This and he did. The kid did. Why? Why couldn't he just say I licked it? We were all there. <laughs> we were all complicit. You were all a group watching of like him lick a toilet. Fourteen dudes in that bathroom. Yeah, it was wild. You had a weird childhood, man. <laughs> I mean, that kind of ex- explains my adulthood. You, know? <laughs> you don't, you don't break this hard without some, some weird things. You, when was your first girlfriend? My first girlfriend. Um, was I was a late camp? bloomer. I was a late bloomer. No, it was my first job. I think I was sixteen, seventeen. Did she peg you? <laughs> you know, that's something I've never done. <laughs> something i've never done uh i have lines matt i have lines um no as you love to cross no i cleaned cheese off of her shoe and we fell in love I like the nacho cheese from the concession stand Were dropped you... on her foot and i was like here i got that i like the in a movie theater or something yeah i worked at the movie theater in the mall premiere cinema wow. yeah classic well you know i'm a, I'm a classy dude very very classy but yeah it was uh it was a wonderful romance. Thought I was going to marry her because she was my first girlfriend. Mm-hmm. The first time I'd ever felt love in my life. And uh, <laughs> so you wiped the cheese and licked up at her. And just, wow. Yeah, and, and that this was is, love. This is the woman I want to spend the next six six, six months of my life with. <laughs> yeah. So we dated for like a year, I think. Oh. And uh, you know, I bought her lots of jewelry and things. <laughs> um, bought her lots of cheese. Yeah, and she she ended up sleeping with my boss, oh. which was a bad time. 
How much older was your boss than you? Quite a bit. Yeah, Um, yeah, I think he was like mid-20s probably. Um, And he was a very cool dude. Like I don't begrudge her at all now. Like I didn't get it. He was a lot cooler than me. Was that like a, what do they call it, consensual rape? Nah, you know, because he was in a position of authority, you know, you could definitely say there was a Harvey uh, Weinstein kind of aspect to it. Wouldn't she be like 17 in this scenario? No, she she was, gosh, is she one or two years older than me? Okay, so she got it in. Got it yeah. in legally. Respect. Yeah, I think so. 17's legal in Texas. So. Yeah. Shout out to the woman that broke Derek's heart. Yeah, one of them. One of them. One of his hearts. No, he when, was, when was your first girlfriend? You were like 12, right, Nick? Mm. Nick always had more game than me. My first girlfriend was 19. 19? Yeah. You were 19 or she was 19? She was 19. I was 29. I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, I was 19. We were both 19. How old are you now? I don't want to talk about it. Ooh, man, that <laughs> I'm, old. I'm 25. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a. Uh, I don't a, have anything funny to say about 25. Like that's just like a mediocre age. I'm 25. Hell yeah. There's a really funny comedian named In Edwards who I've been I've been listening to him on podcasts, and he won't tell anyone his age. Like every time I ask him, I'm just like, oh. it's like the, the nobody knows how old he is. That Barney Stinson's job from How I Met Your Mother. Like, damn, I loved that show. He's probably like in his 50s, but. You know, black guys don't age, so you can't really tell. True. Wow, that's racist. Is it? Is I it, actually is don't it racist know. to say black guys don't age? No, I think that's like actually I kind of a compliment, o- I right? I think that's the yeah. opposite of racism. What is that? What do you Morgan call that? Morgan Freeman's like 147 right now. No joke. <laughs> that guy's not going to die. Who's your death pool this year? Who's my death pool? Yeah. Who's what? Who's going to die this year? Celebrity oh. death pool. Do you not do that? Do you not play the game? No. Someone's told me about it. How many do you, how many do you have to pick? Uh, normally, you do like five. Lindsay Lohan? Ooh, dude, she was on mine a while back. I think she's in recovery, man. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's going to happen. Paris Hilton. Ooh, that's a good guess. Hadn't heard from her in a while. Yeah. What hospice is she in? Hospice. Hospice. I don't know. She's She bought one. She, just she probably out. did. Uh, who else? Mm. Bill Cosby. Dude, I'm surprised Bill Cosby didn't kill himself. Yeah, I probably would have. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? Dude, R. Kelly? No, he'll be fine. Really? Yeah. No, man. O.J. Simpson? No, he'll be fine, too. Uh, Betty White. Dude, O.J. Simpson on Twitter. Was he... Is it just me, or was it a fake account that was... Was he actually posting all that crazy stuff, and he deleted it? What crazy stuff? Crazy stuff. Um, I totally killed my wife. Oh, no, that was a... That was a parody. Oh, okay. Because it looked so similar, and I did, I clicked on it, and he's got like those weird characters in his name. I it just I think he's the one that he <laughs> just does the videos. Yeah, he just posts clips. And he goes, "Hello, Twitter world, yours truly." He posted and, the one about this school shooting today, and they were like, "Are you really the one to be talking about this?" <laughs> he's always t- trying to talk about politics and fantasy football and give life lessons, like he's our granddad. This is so weird. This is. Yeah. Okay, have you heard the theory that the world ended in 2012? No. I, I, did I share that with you? Uh, no, but I'm ready to hear it. I'm, okay. I've heard of like a similar theory to where it's like, I'm still alive, so that's not true. Okay, so hear me out. This <laughs> freaked me out, and I'm going to do a poor job of explaining this, but I'm going to send the post to you guys whenever we're done. But just to like catch you up, in 2012, a lot of people believed that we had this split because CERN discovered the Higgs boson, mm-hmm. which was like the God particle, right? In September 23rd, 2015, dark matter is supposed to be released into the world. Really? Yeah, with the CERN thing. Oh, they see, were supposed to open up a portal into hell. This theory was, and like, the Dark Lord Cthulhu was going to rise up. When, Sorry, go ahead. When we discovered it, 
the world split and we're in a different reality. And that's why like some of us remember Berenstein Bears, Berenstein mm-hmm. Bears, okay, like yeah. the, the Mandela effect. Yeah. And then like Ellis Island where the Statue of Liberty is, mm-hmm. you know, it's not at Ellis Island. What do you mean? Statue of Liberty is not at Ellis Island. Where's it at? Uh, I did Staten, Staten Island, something like that. Like the, the, it was in this post and there's like pictures. It's of not people. at Ellis Island? No. I've been told that my whole life. I, I know. I haven't been. Do you? And, and you've heard people talk about like going up into the torch and the Statue of Liberty, right? But like you can't anymore. But like you used to be able to go up into the torch. You remember that? I don't know about the torch. Do you I remember that? I didn't go up in the head. I feel like I remember that. So, uh, that's been a hundred years since people have been able to go on the torch. Hmm. Wild, wild. I thought that was just a recent thing. Uh, yeah, like that's that's half the world thinks that. Half the world thinks like no, it's always been this way. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's weird. And Donald Trump is president. <laughs> that's the last part of it. Are you saying he's actually not? No, I'm saying like in our universe he is. But like we are in an alternate timeline right now. And time could potentially be moving a lot faster or whatever in, in this theory. And I love conspiracy theories, man. Like Same. I live for conspiracy theories. What's the uh, the Mandela effect? Like Because people thought Mandela had already died, right? In the 80s they thought he died, but he actually died in like 2013. Or something like that. They thought he died in the eight. That's a big ass window. Yeah, yeah. But you could talk to a bunch of people, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, Nelson Mandela. He died in the eighties. Mm. Oh yeah, he's already dead." That's weird. I honestly thought he was dead until he died. Yeah, so. no. They, they. That's why they named the effect after him. Um, and that's why, like Skechers, you might remember <laughs> Skechers being named with a T, like like the shoe brand. I don't remember that. No, I didn't either. But um, you got to send this article to I me. I will. Yeah, it was weird. I, I I went down a rabbit hole, man. I went down a dark rabbit hole for a little while. The Berenstein Bears one is, is crazy. That one sticks out to me, man. Yeah, and so it was, it was like uh, everyone remembers Darth Vader saying, Luke, I am your father. Mm-hmm. But like he says it differently now or something. I don't know. But uh, there's some trippy ones. I wasn't a Star Wars guy either. Yeah, your Star Wars can't happen, stupid. Not gonna watch yeah, yeah, that would never movie. happen. It's sci-fi. Astronauts are gay. I only watch documentaries. <laughs> Star Wars is great. It used to be great. How do you feel about the new Star Wars, man? I haven't watched any of them, and I'm very proud of myself. Oh, uh, no, yeah, I'm cool, too. I've watched all of them, and I'm not a huge fan. I like, knew I wouldn't be. There's something, uh, the best way I could describe it is corporate about them. You know, sense, it definitely yeah. feels as though like there was a guiding hand by someone with a lot of money that mm-hmm. kind of steered the ship. It's such a cool world though. Like do I you, really like Star Wars. Do you feel like they're like pandering too hard to like old school Star Wars fans? I can't tell because I I feel like I am that audience, and if they mm-hmm. were pandering, maybe I would I like would be more. identifying more. But it's just not striking me the same way. And I don't know how much of that is just me growing up. And Star Wars is kind of a kid show. Mm-hmm. You know, like my kid, she's six and enjoys Star Wars. Like thinks Star Wars is cool. Yeah. But not like I did growing up, you know? Well, now it just seems like it's a huge money grab. It is. It doesn't even feel like it's authentic. Yes. And I say that without watching any of the movies, so I can't really... Yeah, no, that was still an accurate <laughs> accurate description, though. Like, you read the room really well. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel about all these live-action movies. Like, <sighs> okay, you didn't like Aladdin, right? No, Aladdin was whack. I loved it, man. You loved it. But I don't know why. Like You I, didn't think the acting was bad? You didn't uh, think... First 20 minutes was rough, man. Yeah, I will say that. I left after, like, 30 Okay, no, like Will, Will Smith, I think did a great job. Will Smith like, definitely, like I, he, I saw him his opening scene. He he killed it. Yes, he but did. Like the parrot wasn't funny. No, the parrot wasn't great. Jafar was wasn't intimidating at all. I will say Jafar's voice was not great. The actor, I felt like, I don't know. He pulled. He didn't do it as well as I wanted him to. I don't know what I wanted from Jafar, 
but I didn't get it. Jasmine didn't even look Middle Eastern to me. Really? Uh, it's, I don't know if I have a really good point of reference there. Like I'm, I'm pretty she, bad at telling. She didn't, I didn't feel like she was. It just felt like it was like a like we were watching a musical, like a live Broadway. A I mean, show. you were. That's a. Yeah, but it's like, like I don't know. They could have done better. They could have cast it better. See, I liked that better than The Lion King. Did you see The Lion King? No, but I heard... Lion King was awful. I heard it was bad. Awful. That's why it's like, you're ruining my childhood by by redoing this movie that was already so good. Okay, so... so, It was so great in my head. Here's what I wanted. Here's what I wanted from the new Lion King. They they showed Scar at the very beginning, you know? I wanted a show that told us to sympathize with Scar. You know, like to understand his side. Like, I wanted the Breaking Bad of the Disney world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it wasn't that. Like, I didn't even like uh, Mufasa. Mufasa, at the very beginning, I was like, what a jerk, this guy. Why? He comes in. His brother didn't come to the presenting ceremony for Simba. You know, and he walks in. And he's like, yo, you weren't at the you weren't at the presentation. And Scar's like, I know, man. Like, I didn't want to go. And he was like, well, you should have been there. Mm. And he didn't have any of the wisdom or the, oh. the feeling of, like, total calm that i wanted from mufasa you know he just seemed like this jerk brother who was like man i had a kid and you didn't even show up and he's like i got some other stuff like i got scars on my face i'm trying to eat some food and i didn't come out to your i'm sorry i didn't come to the baby shower stop calling me scar (laughs) my name is jared fucking asshole yes (laughs) it just i i sympathized with scar too much in the beginning to to hate him too much terribly later on Mm -hmm. and he did some awful things like he was really bad i should have not sympathized with him but i I did and i didn't i didn't like the movie at all Mm. it was terrible interesting nick doesn't has never seen lion king nope because lions don't talk (laughs) (laughs) true (laughs) was zazu a good character because that was like john not john stewart what's his name uh john oliver yeah oliver uh no he did well he did well it was fine uh, but but all of it. Here's the weird thing. They had a, a couple comedians. Um, who were the guys that played Timon and Pumbaa? Uh, Seth Rogen and I forgot that dude's name. He's like he's got one eye kind yeah, of yeah. closed. He's got a for- white guy, Forrest Whitaker thing going on. Yes, but he's funny. He's uh, a sassy so gay guy. They to me didn't have very good chemistry. There, but worse, their timing was off. And I thought, like of all things, c- comedians master timing. Mm-hmm. Like that that should be the thing that they were just so comfortable with, and they didn't get it it just felt weird and awkward and paced really? so strangely mm. I, I hated it what how'd you feel about beyonce i don't know man i'm not a, i'm not a i'm not a queen bee kind of fan man i'm, I'm just really not a big either. beyonce fan um her and jay-z i respect the hell out of their business sense and like the empire that they've built but i'm i've never been a huge fan like jay-z's had a couple of songs mm. that i really dig beyonce i can't remember the last song i liked from her. nick actually doesn't believe beyonce exists so Oh, is that is that a new conspiracy? Is that yes. like a? I, I need this. Why doesn't she exist? She just doesn't. Oh, I like that. That was good. <laughs> no, that was informative. Thank you, man. You're welcome. He's got a whole YouTube video. <laughs> she doesn't exist. I would watch that. No more questions. <laughs> no more. I've never I've never been a big fan of of Jay Z or Beyonce, but I mean it's cool that they're like billionaires and stuff. So yeah, no, I'd I'd love to buy my wife a island. Uh, I honestly think they're both overrated, and I know a lot of people be like, "Well, fuck you," but they they're overrated to me. No, I agree with that. I, but I mean, so is anyone in a position of success. If you appeal to the masses, I think you you are going to be overrated. Like if you have dumbed down enough material that America, because mm-hmm. the average American that you run across, do you actually think that they are worth talking to, hanging out with? Like you go into Walmart, mm-hmm. how many people do you see in there? You're like, oh yeah, I could be friends with that guy. 
Couple. Maybe you're a lot nicer than me, but like I don't see any. Like no, I walk out of Walmart, and I'm like, I wish I lived literally anywhere else. You never see like a guy with an ironic T-shirt. No, like, where you could hang out. No, like if if a guy's wearing an ironic T-shirt, um, I think like grow up. At, at least, <laughs> at least you got to walk out of Walmart. Oh, too soon. Oh, oh! I had honestly forgot about the shooting. <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was a joke about wow. about handicapped people or something. Who's that guy? That you like Andrew something? Schultz. Yeah, Andrew Schultz. That was that was like that was dark. He got a lot of hate from Somalians because he made a joke about a uh, female mutilation. Oh yes, were, you sent me that. You sent me they that. They were really upset at him. Mm. And he was like, you know what's worse than jokes about female mutilation? Actual female <laughs> mutilation. <laughs> Here's what, here's what I think. I told Nick this the other day. The world is is ripe to have a very offensive comic again. We need someone that, that pushes us back. Louis returning. Uh, Louis C.K. I like. I don't know if he is uh, offensive enough. Does that make sense? Damn, why don't you calm down? <laughs> well, <laughs> He had a joke about fucking a dead kid. I mean, oh, I didn't hear that joke. It was a good one. I laughed. Dang. No, Louis Louis's great. I And also... We, I don't want to get into like his controversy stuff, but like I think Louis is a fantastic comedian, really, really smart guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you put him on the same level as like the the Richard Pryors and the George Carlins? Absolutely, really. I put Louis. I think Louis is top five comedian in the world right now. All right, who are your top five? I want to hear. I won't know them all. I mean, I'm grossly <laughs> undereducated for Chappelle, this. Chappelle, Burr, right. Louis, right now, shit. I think Andrew's up there now. I'd have to put him up there. Come on, like Bo Burnham? Top. I mean, Bo Burnham doesn't really do comedy anymore. But I consider him part of this generation. Like, they have to actively be doing it. Is that what you're saying? Well, Would he, he be top said, five if he was actively still doing it? I think so. Okay, thank you. Um, I don't know. See, it changes all the time. Who else would I put up there? How do you feel about Dane Cook? I like Dane Cook. I do too. I liked all his stuff when I was younger. His last album was fantastic. He's, he's making a comeback. His, his really? last album? Like yeah. when? Like way back. Oh, okay, yeah. The last one he released, uh, is a black cover was like crazy writing, where he talks about his mom dying. Mm-hmm. It's great. Oh, is it? I don't know what you're talking about. That Super like honest. A, it was yeah. like a smaller venue. Mm-hmm. I think I watched that one on Comedy Central. Yeah, like 150 people there. It's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, he's making a comeback. I don't know. I don't know who else would be in my top five. I liked Burt Crusher's last special a lot. Burt Crusher? Burt Crusher. That was the dude on the Russian Mafia. Theo Vaughn earlier that I showed you. Oh, in the car? Just now the Crones. Okay, one, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. I love Theo too. Is he the guy that could beat Crones? Burns was the other yeah. Guy. They were okay, talking yeah. about Crones on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Burnt crystals. Uh, Tom Segura is really good. Bert takes off his shirt every time, right? Yeah. I don't know if I'd enjoy that as much. It makes it so much more funny. It's not like a sexual thing. It's like you don't have to feel uncomfortable. He's just fat. No, I think like not even as a sexual thing. I think I would feel uncomfortable. Like, is he a decent looking dude? Like, is he fit? Or is no, he like no. uncomfortably overweight, taking his shirt off he's because like, he's not actually funny enough to handle the show without doing that? Oh no, he's hilarious. He's is just really, comfortable so with why, his shirt off. Why have a gimmick? It's not. It's not really a gimmick. I think he's just always been like the party guy. So it just became a thing where he, he took his shirt off. It's, I mean, I, I can't talk trash. I hadn't seen the guy, but I'm just saying like that. That's very carried top. That's but no, it se- it seems like a gimmick until you like actually see his comedy. Okay, because okay. he's hilarious. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. You should. His Netflix special is hilarious. Um, but yeah, I guess that's my top five ish. Ish. I dig it. Ish. Eddie Murphy's supposed to make a comeback. That'll be awesome. I'm. Uh, I I would like to see it. I'm. 
worried that we're just rehashing a bunch of, I, I really want to see some new people pop out, you know, like, mm-hmm. and I'm not just talking comedy. I, I, comedy is rife with lots of cool stuff, but you know, like movies and everything else, we're just rehashing a bunch of old ideas and a bunch of, and I'm for sure. I want some new IPs, you know, I want some, what's IP, uh, intellectual property. I want oh. some, I want some people, <laughs> uh, coming out with, with some new, new cool junk. Is that like, what an IP address is? Yes. Yes. Intellectual oh, property. One, nine, two, one, six, eight, zero, one. That is your intellectual property. You found it? Local host. 127001 is local host. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Damn. Mind-boggling. But yeah, we do need new <laughs> <Mind> ideas. Mind-boggling. <laughs> There's a lot. I think they're just, especially Disney, it's just like... Well, I think movies have gotten so dicks. expensive, and, and video games for that extent, because video games were pretty crazy as far as like leading story edge and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything's gotten so expensive, you can't really afford to take a risk. Yeah. You know? And I don't want to play Halo 8. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I was or never Call a of Duty guy. 307. Dude, I'm going to play the hell out of Call I, of Duty. I'm going to play the hell out of Call of Duty. I I love that game. I gave up on Call of Duty. Did you, see, did you see them getting backlash for um, using chemical weapons? Why? Because it's a war crime. Yeah, it's a video game. Wait, backlash? People are upset about yeah. it? Yeah. That's why we need comedians that are super you, offensive. You can call in an airstrike on a whole team, and it does the phosphorus gas. That's badass. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> Dude, I thought Jeselnik was, like, super offensive, but in his last special... Have you heard of Anthony Jeselnik? Yeah, I've heard the name, but I don't think I've ever listened oh, to... Yeah. His last special was boring to me. Like, really? Yeah, I don't know why. I feel like he just got complacent, because he's always been, like, the, the risk taker, like, the really offensive guy. Like, uh, one of his jokes was, like, uh, my girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend is really terrible at sex. She would just lay there screaming, no! <laughs> and it was, it was one of my favorite jokes. Do you have any material that's off limits to you whenever you do stand-up? No. Dope. I don't say the N-word. You will. I won't. Oh, okay. I was like, God. I'll say the word N-word I know you're East African, stage, but that's bold. But no. That's bold. Um, I don't. I'm not against saying faggot. I just don't have any jokes where that's relevant. Okay, so and I, I would never write a joke just to say the word faggot. Yeah. You know, so I, I think it's interesting because I think we're past the point now where that word is funny. You know, like like, and maybe it never was. Maybe maybe that's also like <laughs> maybe I should throw that out there. But when I, also, I was in junior high, it was yeah, hilarious. That was, that was it, peak it, comedy. Look like, at the faggot on the pole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I won't say it now. Like I won't. There, there are certain things that I try to avoid, mm-hmm. even though I'm a big fan of offending people. Like I feel like there are better ways for me to offend people than just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? You, I thought you were gonna finish that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I sometimes, I, sometimes I'm in an ellipses, man. That's just <laughs> that was the dot dot dot. That. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I'm just saying. Like I, I feel like if you're going to offend someone, you should be very direct about it and with purpose. Like if I'm going to make fun of Nick, it's not going to be because of his race or like who mm-hmm. he likes to sleep with. It's going to be because he's a weak ass dude. You know, like. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's a fact. Amen, brother. No, I don't know. I just pick on someone. <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't think uh, comedy. I don't think really anything could should be like off limits. I think you should have to face repercussions. But I agree with we that. We shouldn't be like trying to silence anyone. I agree with that. No, I'm I'm speaking personally. Like I mm-hmm. wouldn't. But yeah, if if you were going to a comedy show to be offended, you're going to be offended. Absolutely. You know? And you need to get out of the comedy club. Like mm-hmm. I, we talked about this on Twitter, I think. But like, 
if you are telling offensive jokes, offense can never be given. It's only taken, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, if you're bombed, leave. Yep. Like, that girl got in trouble for making fun of that rapper who got shot. That joke was so funny. I thought it was. I thought it, it wasn't was a bad hilarious. joke at all. It was a joke about Venmo. And she, it was like XXX Tentacion. He got shot, like, going to buy a car. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he had, like, $50,000 in his pocket. And she was like, I don't know about you guys, but that should be a commercial for Venmo. Like, it, was good. Like, it made me go download the app. Wow. And then uh, she, she had to apologize. Well, she didn't have to apologize. I think it's weak for you to sit yeah. there and apologize a joke you said. She oh, I agree with that. She should have just stuck with her guns and be like, this is yep. what I do. Double down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Be like the president. No, that's a <laughs> solid <laughs> not to say trumpet. God. Uh, no, I like that. I like that. That was, that was a clever joke. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't even mean towards him, but like all his fans are like, even if Fuck it this was, bitch. he was a terrible person. XXX and Dejeon did some terrible, awful things. Mm-hmm. So, like, her mm-hmm. joking about him dying with 50K, and that's nothing compared to what that dude did to his girlfriend. Facts. So, it's fuck true. that guy. It's true. Yeah. True. But yeah, people are upset about everything. And even if he didn't do that, it's still a funny joke. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Are we interrupting your, uh, yeah, we your day, Nick? <laughs> it was just Bumble. Mm. Yeah, I just noticed the ringtone wasn't off. Fuck it. Rue? Rue? You don't say the D anymore? No, I try not to. I try to drop the D. You know? <laughs> Rue. Do y'all watch uh, Euphoria? Rue? You seen Euphoria yet? I need to I see Euphoria. What, you what told is, me about that. I don't know what that is. HBO, right? Yeah. It's it's like a trippy show, like a bunch of cool cinematography tricks. It's about drugs and stuff, right? Mm. Yeah, it's just about kids in high school, yeah. Sounds like some shit that can't happen. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like kids? Yeah. Mm. Matt's into that. <laughs> the, the movie. He's a, mm. The movie. Mm. Mm, maybe I will watch that. It's okay if you like kids. No, it's a series. It's not okay if you like 12-year-olds. That's the difference. True. You got to keep it broad. <laughs> that, that felt weird. That was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel. So about you can that say one. I love children, but you can't say like I love eight year olds. Yeah. Oh yeah. Once you once you get too specific, is yeah. it is it, okay? That's when it's weird. Right. Yeah. No, that's fair. God. So none of us are ever running for political office, right? <laughs> I will. Yeah. What Absolutely. are you gonna run for? Uh, new party. Hmm. That'll go well for you, I'm sure. Thank you. It's just gonna be called the new party in you. Party. In you, in you, new era beats, new party. The, the party in you. Yeah, Clemente's party. The party in us. Just let me a- inside you. That's what. <laughs> that's my campaign. Did y'all see those Andrew Yang shirts though? They were great. I don't think so. <sighs> great fire. Dude has a great media team. I'll tell him that. That's Derek. That's a Polaroid of him. This is the question I was supposed to ask you 40 minutes ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? What do I do? Yeah. I, I own a video production company. Okay, awesome. So, yeah, I do, you know, it, honestly, a bulk of the money comes from, like, weddings and stuff like that. But do commercials and mm-hmm. help people come up with uh, with marketing strategies and stuff like that. I heard that you uh, refuse to do gay weddings. <laughs> Let's talk about no. it. <laughs> no. No, I don't. That is terrible. No, I would actually, I would love to, I, I've been wanting to do, I've been wanting to shoot a gay wedding. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Shoot hey, up I, or yeah no wow. no wow. that's that's so, not my hobby <laughs> um no i've been wanting to shoot one and and this sounds terrible but not just because like i'm all on board with gay people and homosexual rights i think it's awesome but also because like that just would be cool like 
a gay wedding, like a well-done gay wedding, is going to be better than anything else in West Texas. Mm-hmm. Think about like every gay guy I've ever met or and ever hung out with has had better design sense than any of the country girls I've ever met. You know? Really? Yeah. Like you, how many distressed turquoise doors can you like look at? Mm-hmm. How many how many things off of Pinterest can you rip off and like? We're gonna oh, put a cow skull in the corner and a hay bale yeah. over here. It gets tired. It gets. Hackneyed and live, laugh, love lazy. with arrows. Yes, yes. <laughs> I just I want one creative, cool, like over the top, like some, super gay some, wedding. Some cute old boots over here. Awesome. I'm not even gonna wear them. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be shoeless when I walk down. Can there. I use your bathroom? <laughs> yeah, it's right behind you. We'll miss you, but we won't wait for you. I actually really need to drink some water. Do you guys need anything? I'll take a water. I'll take another water. water. I've been All chugging right. this one. Is we that get cool? three waters. Thanks, Lit. Bro. Yeah. That's real. But hold on. I'm going to play some music for the because I don't want to pause it. I could just pause it. But anyway, we'll take now a I get brief to look break. At my phone. Look at your phone. Eat you it. addicted millennial. <laughs> yeah. Derek Porterfield. In the house. Like a mouse. That's good. Are you a rapper? I'm about to be. That's really nice. Nick's going to sign me. I love it. I love it. New era. Nick boop, needs boop, a, boop, 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 boop. a label. This is called Jazz Cabbage. I like dads. I love like dads.
back, sir. We missed ya. We missed ya. I made it. Made it through, made it through, made it through. And everything I What, uh, I'm gonna talk to Derek again. What's okay. the name of your, uh, company? Petrichor Video or Petrichor Company. Mm. Um, that was, uh, you know, it's good for, for SEO. Like, if you can actually spell it, it, it does make me pop up really quickly, but it's, it's really rough to tell people over the phone, like P E T R I C H O R. Wait, spell that one more time. P E T R I C H O R. That's like you can't even sound it out. It's not phonetic. It's Petrichor. Yeah. But it's uh it's the smell before rain. So, you know, it's it really? poetic. Yes. Wow, you first. should just call your company the smell before rain. That actually would have been smarter. <laughs> would have been quite a bit smarter. Uh that'll be the rebranding next year, maybe. Do you have like a cool website? Uh yeah, it's pretty cool. I dig it. Do you have like um, any like cool promo videos that shows like a misty day? <laughs> You know, I, I need to do more. My my logo is like the uh, smell before rain. <laughs> that'll be it. I'll just I'll just hire you to stand in like this rain soaked eighties mu- music video, like black backdrop, and we'll soak you with water. And hey, your first stand up special, Mr. Derek can film it. Yeah, I'll call oh, it, yeah, I'll yeah, call yeah. it Petrichor. Hundred percent. Like, what's well, a weird fucking name for a stand up special? <laughs> so you have a lot of pre rain jokes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. Do you like what Andrew's doing on YouTube? Yeah, I think it's genius. He's killing it. Shoals, is that what you're talking about? He's making a good point with it, too, because mm-hmm. everyone's getting a Netflix special. And when you – I do this personally. Like, when I, if I turn on someone, someone stand-up that I don't really know that well, you know, I, I'll, like, zoom, zone out. I'll tune out. And then uh, a lot of people aren't finishing. They're watching the special. So he's just like, I'm going to put on – YouTube clips, mm-hmm. 15 minute intervals, and they're blowing the fuck up. They're doing better than any Netflix special would. It's, I think that's super smart. Yeah, it's it's genius. And it got kicked off because those companies told him no, and he was like, "Fuck this! I'm just gonna do shit myself." Well, the barrier to entry right now is so low for most of your promotion. It it makes sense to do that. Like, mm-hmm. are you doing that right now with your stuff? Are you throwing your clips and your? Because I know you record a lot of your shows. Yeah. I haven't I haven't been recording. I should have recorded Friday because that show was fantastic. It was probably one of the best sets I've had, and I didn't record any of it. And I was just like, fuck. That's how it goes, man. Well, and think about it. If you'd had recording, maybe Headspace would have been a little bit different. You know, like there's yeah, that's true. There's too. potential. I know that I tense up a little bit more when there's a camera around. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, mine's just playing music. But, like, you're doing reading a room, I think, is a lot harder when you're also worried about, like, the dude recording you. Yeah, but it doesn't. Or I don't really think about. Out to say dumb shit. Mm-hmm. I don't really think about someone holding a camera as much when I'm doing really? stand up. Nah. Are you, are you gonna start using YouTube more? Do you think? Yeah, I definitely plan on it. I just, I've just been lazy. No, I feel you. Well, our company would love to help you. Can just you stay in touch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could. Do you have a business card? Hundred percent. Oh, okay. How would you help me? I could help you film with all of my very expensive <laughs> camera equipment. <laughs> all right. I can I can give you better sound. I can give you better video than you could get from somewhere else. Like if you were trying to do it yourself, if you if you wanted me to come out to like one of your comedy shows, you're or saying like that. that you got better technology than this no breakthrough iPhone seven. I didn't, I didn't realize you had an iPhone seven. <laughs> State of the I, art. I didn't realize it was an iPhone seven, or else I wouldn't have said that. He, he can hit you with that drone shot going out of the venue. Yeah, you damn right. Hell yeah! So. Record the top of my head. Like over the top of your head? Is that what you just said? Yeah, like record from the oh. top, just the top. I want to like yeah. the Sims. Yeah, we could do I that. I want to do a Sims special. Get like a little gem over the top of you, mm-hmm. like the little. Oh yeah, absolutely. A little green gem. 
Did you see what's his name? Is it Azizi? Aziz Ansari. I love that his, dude. His new Netflix. No, I'm still like. Dude, the camera though. Trying to go for it. Bug me. Still his, trying to watch it. <laughs> his book's great. Modern Romance. And I didn't Did read it. His book. I don't read. The, his show, Master of None, is fantastic. Have you watched? Uh, yes, it? that is that a work of art. Beautiful. Such a good show. Um, but yeah, I was curious to see how he addressed the whole accusations of him being like a sexual assault guy. Oh, I didn't know he was in it too. Well, no, it was. The way it was described is it was just an awkward date because he was like with a girl and they were like getting it on and she like said no, but then they started getting it on again and she said no again, and it was just like, he was just being aggressive. But she went back to his house to have sex with him, and it's like he he just kept trying to have sex there, and that was really the whole thing. But they tried to turn it into like oh he sexually assaulted this woman, so he addresses it on the special is what I was told like in the first five minutes. So if you're a celebrity, do you just carry around like a consent form? I guess so. In, I don't know. Right now. I think I would, honestly. Um, a Me Too form? Yeah, well, I mean, like, and, me and I'm well. not even I'm not even saying that as, like, uh, I, I just feel like the community right now is rife for being taken advantage of if you are a celebrity. Like, if you were someone in a position of power or mm-hmm. whatever, it it would help to have something that kind of backs you up a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, like, that. those are such personal things, and they're things that I think you, you and I kind of take for granted that we're able to go out on a date that ends poorly and not think like that girl will ruin me like yeah and but, i'm not I mean, she didn't ruin him because no, he wasn't guilty so fuck that bitch <clears throat> <laughs> yeah i said it <laughs> well here's the thing here's the thing like that type of situation takes away from the people who have a very legitimate and and terrible situation mm-hmm. um you know like the the harvey weinstein situation i think is one that like definitely stands out but like there are a lot of women that are that are taken advantage of and that are put in these awful, awful positions mm-hmm. um, by people of power, by people who are just dicks. Yeah. And when you're someone like that who puts, uh, you know, Aziz in a bad position because you just don't like the guy or you're trying to capitalize on his fame a little bit, that hurts everyone. For sure. For sure. It's, uh, it's risky waters to tread. I really don't like talking about it, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like talking about it because it's... Uh, it's impossible know. to pick a side. It's impossible to be on the right side yeah. of that situation. It's just, yeah, it's hard to talk about in general, just especially as a white dude, you know? like Because yeah. your opinion doesn't matter, you cisgendered white male. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> no, no vagina, no opinion. Gosh. You don't even have ovaries. <laughs> you don't know pain. <laughs> It's my feminist impression. <laughs> that, was, that was nice. That was good. I can tell you've worked on it. I have. I worked really hard. It's better than the last time you did it for us, you know. That's yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Oh, so what, what, uh, there's a lot of new music coming out, you guys. How do you feel? What's some new music you've been bumping, Nick? Mm. What have I been bumping? Who just came out? Yeah, you showed me that girl. Who was that girl that you showed me? The young one oh. from... De- she was great. Destiny Rogers. She I haven't fired. heard of her. Great. You need to write her down. She's a great rapper. Stuff. Like R&B, hip hop. Oh yeah. She's fire. Destiny Rogers. She's like 19, killing it. Have you heard of uh, Tierra Wack? I have heard that name. She's dope. There's a lot. There's a lot of really good females killing hip hop and R&B right now. We are we are in the golden age of female artists right now. I think like it, absolutely truly some of the best artistic talent we've had in long time a lot of strong female leads mm-hmm. a lot of strong female did leads. you guys listen to chance the rapper's new album yeah how'd you feel about it i liked one song 
I didn't listen to it, but I've also never been a big Chance the Rapper kind of fan. It feels like the opposite of what he's been doing this mm-hmm. whole time. I don't know. It's weird. So what is his thing? Like, I, just as an uneducated, non-Chance the Rapper kind of guy. Started off with 10 Day, right? Yeah, 10 Day. He got suspended yeah. 10 days from school for smoking weed on campus, and he wrote a mixtape about it. In that 10 Was days, it good? It was it great. Took him off. Yeah. Wow. And then he wrote Acid Rap. Just about how he was tripping. And that's the one with the orange cover and him and, all multi In Chicago, and yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Coloring Book was like more like tame and about like his life. And it had like religious aspects to it, like a spiritual thing to it. But it was a lot of like, I don't know. some It was similar to acid rap in a lot of ways. Just really upbeat and cool. And now it's just like his new album just sounded like Sesame Street to me. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. New Schoolboy Q Fire, though. Oh yeah, I I wasn't always a fan of Schoolboy Q, but I like yeah, this, I mean, yeah, I I like this album a lot. Him, yeah. I've always like liked Schoolboy Q when he's like featured with Kendrick mm-hmm. and Absol, and Absol's really slept on. I love that guy. Uh, have you been listening to JID yet? I haven't listened to en- to him enough, but everything I've heard is fucking incredible. He's crazy. JID, yeah. What hey, do you listen to, Derek? Guys are speaking like a foreign language to me. I I feel like I'm I'm old man. I listen to like stuff that. I listened to when I was in high school. I try to listen to some of the newer stuff too, but like I just can't keep up. Nick is my touchstone for music now. I just kind of go to him and listen to whatever he's jamming. But uh, you know, my favorite band was Brand New growing up. Um, Brand New, what year was that? Uh, I liked them. I guess like two thousand one. What's the name of the band? Yeah, Brand New. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying they were Brand New. No, no. The the band name's Brand New. They yeah, had beef with Taking Back Sunday. Um, yeah, they. They just ended like last year. They had beef. Yeah, they had beef. They so like back before rap, you know, the the pop punk beefs were, uh, you know, you were arguing over a girl and both whining into a microphone about the same chick, and you had like lyrics shared and stuff like that, and that was the drama. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is. It, but it was it was fun in high school. I loved it. Oh, uh, uh, shout out to Jordy. He wants to know when you lost your virginity. Mm. Dear God. Oh, are you on a camera? I uh, I just posted to Snapchat. Uh. <laughs> Uh, hey Jordy. <laughs> uh, no, I lost I lost my virginity when I was seventeen. So. Seventeen with, yeah. with the cheese girl. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was get, go, go from cheese dick. Yes, yes, uh, <laughs> something like that. How did, it do, how did somebody that got hugged from a flagpole lose his virginity before <laughs> me? <you know? laughs> Uh, hopefully, you know. Hopefully, my personality makes up for a lot that I didn't get in looks. It doesn't. So, oh yeah. She fair. was like, that's "I fair. saw that bulge while you were hanging up there." <laughs> wow. No. That's probably what happened. Yes. <laughs> different. Have different. You ever, have you ever had sex in a movie theater? Yeah. Yeah. With I mean, with her. So you, okay, here's a cool thing: you can get behind the screen at a movie theater, and you can see out, but but they can't see in. Like, that's the way those screens work. They're all perforated, so they have a bunch of holes in them. And so, yeah. Wait, it, behind the screen? Yeah, behind the screen. Whoa. Like, where they have speakers and stuff like that. So, we would, we would climb back there, and we'd make out and stuff. So, Whoa. yeah. It's fun. Did you finger blast her back? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Over, over the pants stuff? I, you know, it's uh, it's been so long. It's been so long. That's, can... that's stuff I'll talk about at a comedy show, but that's like, I don't want it recorded forever. You want me know? to call like, her in? Yeah, good. She's in town. Oh, it, it, she's in town. We're getting a phone in. We're getting a we're uh, getting a caller in right now on onto the mics. No, I I was supposed to. Uh... Derek, it's me. <laughs> Where have you been the last ten years? Oh, hey, uh, you know I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> 
How's the how, you single? <laughs> she hung up. I don't know. It was weird. That's how it works, man. That's no one's a, ever called in like that before. I don't know how that happened. That was really cool. <laughs> That's really cool. I like that. So you I'll tell you, she sounds more to... masculine now. <laughs> she is. She had a sex change. You really moving to Dallas? Yes. That's yes. the plan. Absolutely. I'll be there. I have to. I will be there. Amarillo's. I mean, Amarillo will grow, but it's not. It's not going to move at the pace I want it to. So. True. Dallas is the best place to be for comedy in terms of the state of Texas. Yeah. And then LA. Is, would be what are the clubs in place. Dallas? There's you ever played Hyenas. down there? No, I haven't, I haven't done anything in Dallas, but... Let's do that. Let's go down there. I'm y'all, down. y'all can come stay with me. Hell yeah. Because you're not moving soon, right? Like, you got a little wise? Yeah, at least like... I'll give it like 12 months. Okay. Yeah. So, we'll go down and we'll see Nick. I'll get to yeah. watch you at a comedy club in Dallas. Yeah, but well, so. I can't just watch me at a comedy club. Like, I have to go and be like, "Hey, are you doing comedy tonight?" And they'll be like, "No." And I'll be like, "Oh, do you guys know where I can like find an open mic?" And I'll be like, "Over here." And I'll be like, "Okay, I'll sign up. I'm from out of town." But like, oh, you're from out of town. You can go up in four hours at twelve oh one a.m. when no one's here. That's, that's cool. That's probably what will happen. But I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll watch you. Did we'll you be in there twelve oh one. Name. You went to Colorado recently, right? Yeah. With. What's that kid's name? Skylar Potter. Yeah. Skylar. How were those shows? Those are fantastic. Uh, were those open mics or did y'all have those booked? No, they they were booked. There were mics also. There were some rough mics, but uh, there was like one really good mic. The other three was like the situation I described, where like nobody's listening, so you're just up there for like three minutes and just talking to yourself, which is fine. You know, I expected that. So, how do you balance your your mood when you're doing stuff like that? Like the I feel as though I'm so emotionally invested in something. If I'm if mm-hmm. I'm throwing myself out there, if it flops, if it goes badly, like how do you recover to get to the next thing? Because you you had a bunch of stuff lined up, right? Yeah, I mean it's just it's just reps. Just oh that one didn't work out. Next one go. Do you change anything? Like yeah, I because mean, it flopped. Do you change it or you just kind of read the room and say like ah, no that just this wasn't the room. It's constantly changing and evolving. But like if I know a joke's good, a joke's it's good. So if, I mean if they didn't get it they just weren't listening or my timing was off. I don't know, but yeah, it's always changing. I'm always adding things in or working with it. It's never like material is never really done. Like I just told two jokes that I wrote a long time ago and I haven't said it in a long time. And I brought them back and like reworked them and tweaked them a little bit and they worked really well Friday. So yeah, I mean, it's always, do you workshop with some of the other comedians or do anything like that? Or I tried it- to, um, I work, I like, I'll send jokes to like Gabe or Colin and they'll like tag them up or I'll do the, I'll do that for them. And like, we'll give each other ideas and things to say. And not with Skylar as much. Cause he's always busy. We, me and Skylar used to do it more. We honestly should like set time aside to like plan that out instead of just texting back and forth, but it works. Yeah. That's cool. It's a fun time. It's a good time. That's cool. Yeah. But we'll go to Dallas. We'll do it. I'm down. What are you gonna do in Dallas? Do you have any? Uh, you do you have studio equipment already? Building a studio in our upper story, but then I also have like three interviews lined up. Nice. Three interviews for what? Three different studios. Oh, tell shit. me about that one. Tell me about the. There's a big, big studio that I have an interview at, so hopefully I get this. One. It is huge. How huge? Like produced Lady Gaga's Born This Way. What? Yeah. I know a guy, Brad who does uh, wrestling and comedy, and he did the drums on Taylor Swift's first album. That's dope. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Talented guy. Tight. And he played college football. He does everything. 
It's like a Swiss Army knife. That's awesome. Shout like out to Burr. Swiss Army knife. I've been trying to get him on the podcast. Someday. Someday soon. It's a song I wrote called Someday Soon. I liked it. I liked it. Check it out on Spotify. What else has happened recently? Man, I was worried we were going to get stuck on the uh, on the school shootings. Um, yeah, let's get stuck on them. <laughs> not the school shootings. This is the shootings. No. Yeah, not any good school shootings in a while. No, there's... 2019's been kind of a flop as far as school shootings. <laughs> oh my god. 18 was the year. They haven't gotten to put those bulletproof backpacks to use yet. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in summer, man. There's time. There's time. Uh, summer school shootings. God. No, I, I'm trying to think of stuff that has been happening. Like, it, it, does it feel like we're the, in kind of a lull? Like the Trump got ASAP of... Rocky out of jail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Also, that tweet. Did he write that? Which yeah. one? I'm pretty sure he wrote that. Get ASAP out ASAP. I don't think he wrote that. I don't think he wrote that. Get here ASAP ASAP. That is funny as hell. The uh, y'all watch the last debate? I watched I, the highlights. Did you see whenever the dude looked at Bernie and goes, "Throw your arms up as much as you want, Bernie," and Bernie goes, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> this, it's crazy because like the the few moderate people are like hated in the Democratic mm-hmm. Party. It's ridiculous because they're like, no, like we don't need Medicare for all. We don't need to get rid of private insurance. And everyone's like, fuck you. Like it's just, it's well, ridiculous. I, I think right now the whole party's fractured. I mean, that's, that's Trump is going to win in 2020 yeah, and just, I'm bummed about it, but like, I, I don't think a Democrat can take it right now. The most radical ideas are the most popular ones. And yes. it's like, why? Like Joe <laughs> Biden is almost seems like a Republican. Like if Obama was on stage right now, he wouldn't, he wouldn't even yeah, be the top. For real. Oh, yeah, like, that's oh, this, a good point. This guy's way too moderate. He's not radical enough. He's not going to change the world. He's not going to invent socialism. We're not all going to die under him. Let's not vote for him. Who's going <laughs> to get the nomination, do you think? I, I say Bernie and Elizabeth have to start attacking each other. They have to? Like, in order to separate themselves? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because like, they were buddy-buddy last debate. I say this next one. they got to start attacking her. A moderate's going to take their spot. Well, I think if Bernie well, attacks Elizabeth Warren, he loses. That's, yeah, I, I think that happens in 2019. I think Bernie's um, falling. I think everyone's kind of tired of his shit. After the minimum wage thing. It's going to be Biden or Warren. God, it, I, don't, I don't think Biden's got it. I think I think Warren's got the nomination. Yeah, I don't think Biden has it either. I, Biden's too, like you said, I mean, he's he almost seems Republican when he's on stage. He just is so different from everyone else. Yeah, and then, uh, what's it, Warren... Warren's going to get destroyed by Trump. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude. She's not electable. She's not. Then Tulsi destroyed Kamala. That was I awesome. love Tulsi. Gosh, I love dude. Tulsi. Tulsi's she, that bitch. She ripped her ass <laughs> <Yeah>. apart. <laughs> no, she she did great. Kamala, I, I don't even know why she's still on the stage, man. Yeah, for for real. And Bill de Blasio, that guy's retarded. <laughs> there's no reason. Aren't you supposed to be a mayor right now? Like, what the hell are you doing? Like... <laughs> You should be He's at got work, this bro. Smirk on his face <laughs> yeah. too, all the time. He didn't even join the running until like a month ago. It's like I just want to get on the View and talk to Whoopi Goldberg. I don't know. There's so many people who don't belong on there. I don't like Whoopi so much that it bummed me out that Yang was happy to have her support. Is is that like me being a terrible person? I think Yang's just happy to have anyone. Yeah, support. yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I think he's just a happy dude. <laughs> I'm just glad to be here. He is cool. He's a cool guy. He is a cool guy. 
I don't know. Do you think Elizabeth Warren will get like a female vice president mm-hmm. to run with her? Because that'd be interesting, a two-woman ticket. I think if she does, she loses. I, th- I think part of the reason they get a like white male to run with them sometimes mm-hmm. is just optics. It's She might get Biden. <laughs> God, that would be It's fitting. funny because Biden's ran for president like three times. Has he really? Yeah, I didn't know three that. Three or four. Yep. I think this this is either his fourth or his third time. I think it's third. Well, he said a while back he didn't want to, and I don't blame him. He's, like, he's just bad at campaigning. Yeah. I don't blame anyone for not wanting to run for president. I don't Anyone who wants to be president shouldn't be president. I think <laughs> we should choose some guy. He's like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, like, that's too fucking bad, dude. Right <laughs> you're, you're the best. Like, They should all be like George Washington types where he's like, I don't want to do this, but I guess I will. Fine. Okay. I was like, all right, I'm going to leave after eight years, though. Did he do eight? I think he did. He did two terms. I'm pretty sure. If I, remember I thought correctly. I thought George Washington had several, and then he instituted the thing where he was like, "Ah, you should only have two terms." Did I'm he the have greatest. Several? I think he I don't know. Had... We got a magical space phones. Yeah, so let's I... look it up. Like, did you know there were eight presidents before George Washington? How many years did uh, George Washington be president? <laughs> that was a good question. <laughs> that was a really good question. Thirtieth, seventeen eighty nine, until March fourth, seventeen ninety seven. Oh no, eight years. That's right. Do y'all think the squad's gonna get reelected? No, I hope not. They're retarded. I don't like any of them. Me neither. They're awful. You know, the squad frustrates me. And I got, I have, I have a bunch of, you know, you guys are my more conservative friends. And then I have I have some friends that are a lot more liberal. And they, they all seem to be like completely on board with the squad. And I'm curious if I'm in like a, a loop on Twitter where I just am only seeing the bad stuff. But I don't see any really good redeeming qualities I've from tr- most I've of I've tried those. to find good stuff. I always try to find good stuff. I just haven't yeah. been able to find it. I like AOC better than Tlaib. I think she's absolutely oh, yeah, worse. Same. She's yeah, awful. Same. AO- AOC is the Trump of the Democratic Party, I think. Like, Absolutely. She just speaks without ever. thinking. She, I, I don't know. She just bums me out, man. I, I think, like, that her, she's the response to Trump. Like, that's. She is. And like, Trump created her <laughs> directly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you ever listen to, you know, This American Life the podcast? Uh, NPR puts it on. They had this deal where they talked about without Barack Obama being president, you don't have Donald Trump be president. Mm. Like he is a reaction of a nation that was, you you know, you had a bunch of people that maybe closeted racist or whatever. Mm. And their wild swinging reaction to having a black president for two terms was Donald Trump. And if we hadn't had Barack Obama and people hadn't been upset about that, we would probably have a much more Mm -hmm. moderate person. So like that weird pendulum of, yeah, but it also wasn't only race. It was also like a lot of people like Midwesterners were like doing really bad. And they felt like their their voices weren't being heard. I agree with et cetera, that. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, and and I'm I'm also not one of those people that and believes Obamacare was awful for a lot of people. Yeah, so and I'm Nick and I have had this conversation about uh, healthcare because I we don't have the best healthcare in the world. Definitely, I, not. I don't believe that. Um, and I do believe that there's plenty of room for improvement, but I I also lack the intelligence or or like the macroeconomical understanding to be able to say like yeah this is what we need to do as a nation um i would love to see more people have uh access to health care right now i don't i don't have insurance um i won't in march of next year i'm still 25 so i'm yeah. still on that oh yeah yeah still on, on the list right so <laughs> so like that's because of obama that you're able to stay on mm-hmm. on your parents insurance um so there are parts of obamacare that were like really really good for mm-hmm. uh, middle-income families right definitely but as a whole insurance companies use it as an excuse to ratchet up their rates and it also makes sense on on some level like you're insuring more people there's fewer exclusions and yeah. so now you're you're having to up your rates but like 
if I were to pay for Hazel and I to be on the same insurance plan right now, it would be more than my mortgage every month. That's crazy. Um, that's wild. That's, yeah. that's insane for a, a single dad to try and do, you know, mm-hmm. that's too much. Um, but I don't know where the balance point is. That's why I'm not running for president. Yeah. I have no, I, I, <laughs> I don't know enough about it to even discuss it. No, I just know it's bad. And like Medicare for all, I guess it works in certain places, but then other, it also has disadvantages. It does. Yeah. Like when you have to wait six months in Canada mm-hmm. for whatever, like there's a lot of people who come to America for our doctors cause we have better doctors. Yes. So but, I don't know. By the same token, you could make the same argument that people are leaving America for cheaper doctors too. Like there are a lot of people who go down to Mexico for dental surgery or people who go over to India to have like, uh, what was that other thing that we talked about last time? I don't know. Anyone who goes to Mexico for anything medical should probably just die. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I may be mis, misspeaking on Mexico. It may be like Venezuela. No, but or I, there like are that. people. But that, yeah, you know what I'm saying. There are people that do that. <laughs> I've heard that several times. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, but. Whoa, that was loud. <laughs> my bad. My bad. We're listening, Nick. I, no, I, I turned you up because earlier you were like. <laughs> I think the ones that you come for America for are more important than, like, the dental. That's stuff. fair. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Have you seen that show Botched? No. I feel bad that, that I watched terrible. it. Terrible. <laughs> my friend my friend and his wife would watch it all the time and I'd hang out at their house. And it's just uh people like will go to like Mexico to get like breast implants and they'll put just like two balloons in there and they're just like <gasps> lopsided. Oh, no. And they're like they go to these doctors and the two Jewish doctors are like, Yeah, we'll help you out and that's the whole show. It's just like these two doctors being like, What the fuck? It's kinda like Pimp My Ride, but with <laughs> breast implants and <laughs> Botox. Yo, you came in here with some <laughs> whack ass titties. Now look at you. <laughs> Put a TV screen on them bitches. I love it. No, I. So have you have you heard about all this crazy stuff with with breast implants right now? Like breast implants, breast implants, breast implants. Breast implants. Breast implants. <laughs> they got they got pushed through approval, um, essentially because they were doing them already. Like before they were able to be regulated or anything like that. This company essentially threw a ton of money lobbying for their stuff, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I guess I guess you can use these." Well, now they're having these. Um, it's like a sickness that's associated where your body's rejecting the breast oh, implants, right? This. And it's bad, and it's like a lot of them, and you have a very high percentage chance mm-hmm. of getting this. So much so that uh, one of the influencers that I was following on Instagram, who got like breast augmentation last year, came out and was said, "You know, hey, I feel as though I have an obligation to my followers to talk yeah. to you about this." Like my breast implants are fine and I'm very happy with them, but the doctor who gave them to me has now quit because mm. of the complications that are associated with the type of work that she was doing. How bad does it have to be if you're making God tons of money? I'm sure. Yeah. To have a moral obligation that pulls you out of making that much money, something you dedicated yeah, sir, sir. years and years and years. Of your and life I feel like to. a part of that is, uh, it's really easy to get sued as a doctor as well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's also terrifying to yeah. think like, I I did a hundred surgeries this year. How many? What percentage of these people are going to turn around and sue me? Right. And Stressful. Yeah. No, we we just live in this strangely litigious society where I feel like most of our decisions are built built around like, hey, is this going to come back and bite me in a courtroom? You mm-hmm. know, and I I don't know. Yeah, definitely. It changes the way you approach everything, every type of work that you do. Mm-hmm. But especially if you got money. Yeah, thank God I don't. You know, that's yeah, right. <laughs> doing well, doing bad at doing well at doing bad. So, what's bad. the like disease they're getting? Um, I, I don't remember what it's called, but it's essentially a rejection. You know, your body yeah. rejects the so so. Um, you know, you've you've had tons of surgeries, but mm-hmm. like 
if if they were to put something foreign into your body yeah. like the j pouch and your mm. body doesn't you know like that yeah like they have, they have those they have, the How liver does... people have to take their pills that keeps yes. it being clarify what go through rejection means so like and and i'm, I'm not a doctor so i'm going to do a very bad job of this but like your body essentially knows that that is a foreign object and it attaches it it, it tries to kill it just the same way that it would any type of disease so it tries to kill the silicone yeah and yeah and it knows that it's not supposed to be there and what it, happens when it kills it um, it doesn't it well and you can have leakage and stuff like that too but like it, it doesn't kill it it just makes you perpetually sick because oh. your body's fighting it you part, know? okay part of what my colitis was my body was thinking my colon was a foreign object damn so like it was attacking my colon that's insane so like same with like autoimmune like thyroid people mm-hmm. their body thinks their thyroid's like a foreign object mm-hmm. wow so then when my colon got moved removed now my body like started attacking my pancreas because now i think my pancreas is a foreign object Jeez, that's insane yeah it's wild have you tried talking to your body about it like, yeah, have you tried, like, yeah sometimes <laughs> opening like, up a hood and yo. changing some yeah. wires around i'm like yo <laughs> this is a good guy in here it's cool bitch be cool <laughs> just plug yourself in but yeah i'm surprised like of course like there's gonna be something with putting silicone in your fucking chest and yeah. by the way fake boobies aren't that cool you know they're too stiff they don't bounce enough i don't like them not a fan <laughs> here's what i'll say hot take of the day hot take i think i think there's definitely value for women that have gone through you know like if you've had a double mastectomy and mm-hmm. it, from breast cancer or something like that oh yeah absolutely it, like if if something affected your dick in that way you would want a surgery to be able to like make your dick strong again yeah and i've heard I, the stories i know you mm-hmm. already got a strong dick but like if you didn't have a strong dick you heard the stories oh yeah there's room it's a small town i know <laughs> i know <laughs> but you know what i'm saying like it, it allows you to reclaim something especially with women because they're just out there mm-hmm. like if you go from having boobs to not having boobs all of a sudden that is a major confidence hit i feel yeah. like um definitely and i'm not saying that that's the only reason you should ever have a breast you know do whatever you want uh, and i'm, I'm kind of with you i'm not a huge fan of of anything fake like like mm-hmm. not just i'm not saying just boobs like the fake lips and fake yeah. like the botox thing and just Kylie i think Jenner we see that out. yeah well okay so i have this, <laughs> I have this theory that like we recognize inauthenticity like we we recognize things that are not right yeah you know so if you see something and it doesn't align with like what your brain is thinking you're like mm-hmm. ah that's that makes me uncomfortable that's an alien yeah <laughs> yeah so i i don't know area 51 yeah when are we going by the uh, way i think it's like september 12th or something right you guys take so, off work for fourth you just we're gonna we're gonna go out there i so would if I, you're gonna die that's the way to go man i think they started too early like the it caught steam in like july and now it's august and everyone's like oh are we still is that still a thing yeah like nothing's gonna happen now 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 definitely nothing's happening they, if they would have started the like the whole movement like right now. late august yeah that would have been fine no People i agree would have died. now no one's gonna die and it's gonna be disappointing this is disappointing are you a gun dude i have a gun yes you got a gun right mm-hmm. i don't have a gun i want to get more i want to i want to get a i'm taking my ltc tomorrow oh yeah i've taken that before that's dope um so yeah i have a pistol i want to get a shotgun don't pull up on rifle. me at walmart you feel me <laughs> <laughs> So is that what you do? You guys think that that is uh, a part of the solution? Arming more people? Yes. You, you both think that? Yes. Because I disagree. I don't. I don't know if it's not getting to the root of the problem. It's. Yeah, 
crazy, crazy people will always be the problem. It's an answer. It's not really an. An- it's not going to solve the issue. I think. I think white supremacy is a huge part of the problem. Mm-hmm. I think. I think emboldened white supremacists are a huge part of the problem. Were, um, they, were they both white supremacists? The uh, Ohio one too. I don't know, man. I need to look at it. It is again. I'm coming from a place of a lack of education here. Too, All so. I know, the first thing I'm thinking if gunshots ever go off where I'm at is I hope somebody else in this motherfucker has a gun. Absolutely, yeah. I feel I feel safer when I see someone carrying because I'm like, oh, if shit Same. goes down, this dude's got us. Hmm. Like the dude that got all the kids out in the what's yeah, it called was the, the, Yeah. What was his name? Uh, see, I didn't even look at the details. I yeah, I didn't either. Name. I saw his picture all over the place though. But he, um, had, he had his LTC. What is LTC? What does that stand for? License to carry. Yeah. License to carry. License to carry and kill. There's a silent K at the end. LTC act. And they said he just <laughs> used, used it as cover fire while he was getting everybody out. Oh yeah. Cool. That's cool. What a beast. Fuck yeah. No, I dig it. I just, uh, you know, I was talking about this on Instagram with someone just today. I don't know what the right solution is because we, so much of our culture is defined by guns here in America. Yeah. Like, that is... That is our national dogma, mm-hmm. and you don't just take those away. Yeah. Well, it's like the celebrities are so anti-gun, but it's like you were in a hundred movies where you were shooting people in the face. So like, <laughs> yeah, you what contributed the fuck to this culture. Yeah, you <laughs> built this culture. You're the reason Tarantino exists. You know, that's a. Uh, and then all the hip hop artists, bodyguards, walk around with guns. <laughs> yeah. And every every politician has at least five guns around them at all times. No, that's a good point. They're safe. They're safe with their guns around them. I don't know. I I don't know that there's a good solution for it, man. That's that's what's bumming me out. I mean, a buyback isn't going to work. No. Mm-hmm. They tried that in New Zealand, and one guy took his gun back. <laughs> yeah. The rest really? of them like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um. No, and everything that they're, that they're referencing in these other developed nations, mm-hmm. uh, they started with those. You know, like that, those yeah. were those were laws that were in effect before people got armed. Mm-hmm. Like, you go down to Joe Bob just down the street over here who has a basement full of weapons yeah you're never getting those back and australia just had a mass shooting not too long ago did they really and they were supposed to be the beacon of the perfect example the yeah who we strive to be yeah because they just no but but after that shooting that didn't they just didn't implement like something even stricter i think uh, so maybe. i think i think that happened and that makes sense yeah because there was a i don't remember what the girl's name was but she came out with something that was essentially hey you can have a hunting rifle and a shotgun, I guess, like hunting mm-hmm. type weapons, but everything else is gone. Yeah, but I mean the the meth the type of weapon you a mass shooter uses isn't really relevant, you know, because my pistol can shoot just as fast as an AR-15. The AR-15 it just looks like a military weapon is why they want to ban it. Well, but there's okay, plenty but of like, other guns that shoot faster. What ammunition are you shooting with a with your pistol? I I have bigger forty fives. Yeah. I have my that, my ammunition's bigger because most of than the, an AR. Yeah, most of the ARs have smaller bullets, but they don't recoil at all. So that, I think that's why it's easier because you could probably hit more targets. But the thing, I mean, like what's the magazine on an AR-15? I, I I'm terribly undereducated, so I'm it's asking like, uh, legitimate questions. Thirty three, five five six. No, I mean, like what what? How big is the magazine? Like, uh, it depends on what magazine you buy. So largest i guess that's what i'm saying is like that's part of the reason that people are pushing against Mm -hmm. an ar-15 is if you have an extended mag for that or an extended mag for your your pistol or whatever who's going to do more damage Mm -hmm. um but it also if you're if you're an expert marksman it takes you 
half a second to reload your gun. That's fair. Like the like the pulse shooting. That guy just kept reloading. Oh yeah. Huh. Which one? The uh, Orlando. Club. He shot up. He shot like. Oh 50 yeah, people. that was crazy. That was yeah. tragic, man. And he was actually gay. Really? He was like a closeted homosexual. What are the really? gun laws in France? I don't know. What was the gun laws in the Paris nightclub? Remember that? Dude, I can't keep I keep forgot up. about the Paris That's nightclub. That, that one was... Remember they released those images and it was like the concert and people just laying on the ground. It was crazy. That is sad. Oh, was that Ariana Grande? No, it was the rock metal concert. That, I honestly don't American, remember now. American uh, metal concert. God, I don't remember either. <laughs> well, can can you imagine being at a metal show and hearing gunshots? Yeah, like That's no. part of the show, yeah. you know? It's like that guy that covers Slipknot songs with the AR-15s. Where is Does he? I wonder what. But you do the... I'm, I'm assuming France is pretty strict. You bad guys or whatever. What do we do about all the machine guns and stuff on the black market? Well, and, and we have gun shows. And they've tried to close in some of those loops with the gun shows and stuff like that. But like, I don't think those loops are real. Mm, I, I'm pretty sure they are. Like, you don't have to go through the same checks at a gun show as you do at like. Well, academy. they're 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 independent uh, gun salesmen, so they do they are required to do background checks at a gun show. Yeah, regardless of what where they're located at. Dude, I swear I just looked that but, up. But I mean, there might be like loopholes, but they're doing it illegally. Like they're not. Oh, okay. It's not a legal transaction if you're not doing a background check. Well, how is it different from like a private sale? It is initially. It is a private sale. It's just at a gun show, is what it's supposed to be. Well, I'm saying, like, if, if I wanted to sell you a gun, do I have to do anything? Like, if I have a gun and I'm like, hey, I want to sell Matt a gun. It's a good question. Give me 200 bucks. I don't know. Probably. It's like Probably a garage is. sale, right? Yeah, I guess it works like a garage sale. I don't know. And I don't know how you close those loopholes. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like we haven't solved any of the world's problems <laughs> today. <laughs> it's kind of disappointing. Well, it's like, I don't. I don't agree with just saying, like, we need more guns. But at the same time, w- w- I kind of agree with it. So I don't know where I stand. <laughs> well, that's that's why this conversation it's is such a, a hard one to have. It's a mental man. health issue more than it is anything else. Because yeah. there's people in Europe running running people over the cars and shooting off bombs and throwing acid at people. So, but mental health is... The Oklahoma City bomber killed a ton of people without any guns. Yeah. And he was military. Like if you murder people, you got mental health issues, right? So why why does it seem as though we have more mental health issues than other nations? Like uh, yeah, I'm sure you saw the stats that are going around right now, but like this is uh, 256 mass shootings in the United States this year, and mm-hmm. and the next closest nation is is eight, I think. Something like that. I don't know. I'd have to look at those numbers, but I'm sure we're way higher than everyone. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Our culture, um, opioid crisis. I don't know. I don't know. Because I've heard the theory that we we value life less than other people. Absolutely. Um, Oh, God, yeah. uh, You know, we we live in a world that is, uh, you know, in in a nation, rather, that is just completely bereft of human compassion. Mm -hmm. And maybe that plays into it. But I don't know what makes us so remarkably different from Europe or Japan or, hell, even Russia and China, man. I don't know. I don't know why we don't value life. I don't either. Culturally, what what makes us different? I value life a whole bunch. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, and you've got a perspective that a lot of people don't. Maybe it's just uh, when you 
you know, don't struggle as much that you stop caring. You start realizing how how bad the world is and how evil things can become. You know, because we, the worst thing I've had to go through is 9-11. I haven't really had to experience war. You know, I've never had soldiers coming to my house and, like, murdering anyone or anything like that. Like, it, most of the world has to deal with that shit. You know, most of the world has to deal with U.S. troops on the ground fucking running through their neighborhoods looking for yeah whoever <laughs> no it humanizes it makes it yeah. makes it real no that's fair i i still think that all of these mass shootings and everything you you throw those together and those are very similar to having you know all the terrorists actually referencing anywhere else and, and perhaps mm-hmm. maybe even worse like mandala bay um where you have a country concert and a bunch of people getting shot up in their own you know that's almost scarier than that shit was crazy that having, shit was crazy it's wild right I, I think that's almost scarier than having someone come in that has some religious dogma that they've they've been trying to push on whoever and and because then they're a terrorist mm-hmm. you know then they're then there's someone that you're able to to point at and be like oh this person's different but these these people look the same as us and they are terrorists as well they're mm-hmm. they're like among us the terrorists within our you know your neighbor yeah it's not like they came in because they're from Iraq and they hate us for being at war with them for the last like 140 years or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. These are these are questions I don't know how to answer. <laughs> no, I I don't know if anyone does really. And it's I, so that's that is one thing that I would like to see addressed in the next debates. Um is is a plan of action that is not just you know, like Andrew Yang talking about, we got to have common sense gun laws. Tell me what those are. Yeah, they never, mm, they never yeah, say what they those nobody are. Nobody ever says what it is. Except for they're Ka- not going to. Except for Kamala, she just says she's going to come take all the <laughs> rifles within the first hundred days. Really? <laughs> yeah. Good luck with I'm that. I'm gonna take those assault rifles quicker than I took your kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, does she really believe that? Not at all. She was no. trending on Twitter for two days with the hashtag Kamala destroyed. Like really? every yeah, single, I think our campaign's done. Every <laughs> I that. person I know with big guns, that's not happening. I'm I'm surprised uh, Bernie's campaign isn't over yet with oh, the no. 15 bucks an hour thing. Like <laughs> he won't pay his own staff. Yeah, like <laughs> they had time to unionize. Man, that doesn't. That's not like an overnight. Yeah, like how hey, does that even work? Let's all get together. No, that's like it, there was an actionable thing that had to happen through a group, a large group of that's people. Funny as shit. He's an idiot. He really is. I don't know. I don't know, like, the people, back to guns, the people I know who love guns are, like, you know, the nicest people. I know. They same. would never <laughs> shoot, yes, they would never shoot anyone. Same. So it's, like, I don't I don't know how you find, how you find the people who mean to do harm, like, how you sniff those people out. Well, that's Besides like, making it harder to get a gun, I guess. Honestly, it's like you said, it, I have friends that I used to work with over at Region 16, all of them have, like, the gun closet, you know, with, like, all their different mm-hmm. weapons. Like, th- it's a hobby, you know? hundred percent that's where i'm taking my daughter if there's ever something going down mm-hmm. you know like i want to be in the place that's very well armed absolutely um so i mean I, I see both sides that's what's so hard about it is like if you could realistically take away everyone's weapons and make the world safer a hundred percent yes i'm on board for that mm-hmm. but i don't think you can and people who tout the second amendment as though it's like your right to have whatever weapon you want I, I also disagree with that man we're way past the point where we can defend ourselves against the government I'm sorry, your AR-15 isn't going to block you against anything that the United States government has. But you Bundy could, Ranch. But you could, the what? The Bundy Ranch. 
the Bundy the Ranch. That was there was like a, they had a standoff with the government. The government was trying oh, to take yeah, their property. Oh yeah, in Waco. In Waco, is that what you're talking about? Not that one, but that's the thing too. Yeah, those guys were terrorists. But the <laughs> the Bundy Ranch, they were trying to take his like all his property, and like they started a militia and they just stood out there with guns and they oh, like I remember that they warded off the government. It was like a twenty year thing. That's wild. And so a couple people died, but I didn't like, even hear about that. They they kept their land at the end of it. Yeah, like they they fought off the government. When was that? Because I feel like we are technologically like 80s or 90s. so far past the point where like anyone could militarize against the government. They can. They'll get dropped immediately. Yeah. That, but if it all broke out, then I feel like the government would be split up too, to where it was two governments going against each other. Yeah, and you have you have the smart military people that are maybe saying like, oh, maybe I don't want to kill all these people that think the same way as me. I think it was like, the city of Baltimore, maybe. I don't know where it happened, but there was like a. Uh, a cult like thing set up that was anti-police and uh really they were trying to evict them but they wouldn't leave so they ended up dropping a bomb on their whole block they had everyone evacuate oh, yeah and they dropped a bomb on them and that's really like if we <laughs> if we try to militarize they'll yeah. it'll probably be similar to that like where's your compound done well and think about <laughs> the bombs we have now too like it's it's insane i i was talking was it you that i was talking to that if we have another nuclear war i feel like the whole world's over oh yeah there's not there's not really any coming back from it you know for sure that's why we need to hang out with kim jong more get his weapons i was in philadelphia where they dropped the bomb not not baltimore still crazy crazy shit i don't know dude that's it's insane that we had two huge mass shootings in the same day and how, like, I'm so desensitized to, like, even look into it. Well, I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, the, the Sandy Hook shooting being the last time that I felt you're just broken after yeah, I found out awful. about it. Um, it was rough, man. And, and uh, what was it, Virginia Tech when I was in college? Oh, Virginia Tech was terrible, um, too. Those those hit me. And then, like, those after Sandy Hook, I, made. I, I just have... I. I feel as though something inside of me broke and yeah. just, you know, you, you re- readjust to whatever the new normal is now. And it's just like, oh, okay, I guess this just happens. And I feel like it's different answers for each type of shooter. Like you've got the sh- shooters that just want to be famous because they see all these other shooters being mm-hmm. famous. Mm-hmm. Then you've got the ones doing it for religious purposes. The white supremacists. Then you've got white supremacists. So yeah. There's like different which solutions. Is, which is a religion ones. in itself. It is. It's a it's a weird for the, for the fame for the people that want to be famous you quit sharing their name everywhere yeah which we've done we've gotten better at that because I don't I don't know either the shooters names I haven't seen any of their faces I don't either yeah but it's like I keep just every time I see something tragic on social media I just like block it out I'm just like I don't care I don't even click on it well I can't I can't bring myself to that kills my mood which sounds terrible that like someone else's death is harsh on my mellow but like it, it really had a bad day <laughs> I, I am trying to manage I feel you. an emotional state throughout the day and if i hop on facebook and all i see is just bad stuff man mm-hmm. i wish i could get rid of social media i really do i yeah uh, if i didn't run my business through social media i would not have it i think it's so unhealthy i think it's, it's literally extremely unhealthy it's the worst thing that's happened in decades. And a, a lot of the a lot of the comedians, it seems like a lot of comedians in general, are very far to the left. Maybe I don't know if they're joking about trying to, but all the guys I know on Facebook are like extremely radical. Like just, 
it's fucking ridiculous. So I just have to unfollow comedians because it's like, <laughs> like you're not being funny. You're just being like extremely, Angry. extremely leftist. And that yeah, they'll just be like, oh, I guess Texas, guess Texas isn't carrying guns. I guess good guys don't stop bad guys with guns. <laughs> and just, okay, Dick. Like, <laughs> yeah, I. And it goes back to like I I still don't believe any joke is off limits. Like there you know there's that guy that uh, joked about nine eleven the next day. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't a good joke. Um, but that doesn't mean he shouldn't have told it. Shouldn't have been able to tell it. I think that's mm-hmm. uh, should always be our touchstone as to whether or not we're still living in America as a mm-hmm. as a free country. Is like are comedians getting in trouble? Okay, we're good. Like comedians mm-hmm. are starting to get in trouble in Canada. But here's the thing. Like there's Canada also has way more like thought police than we do yeah i think when something like this happens there's also something that you have to do even if you are a comedian and you're trying to make a joke about it is like look at something respectfully mm-hmm. as a as a human before you look at it as a business person you know um because that's all they're all managing a brand they're all managing like a, a look and it's a hot take to try and like come out and come after a lot of the people here in texas because mm-hmm. we are so outspoken about guns and I, I don't know. I, I don't know how you balance that, man. Yeah. I really don't. I mean, that, that church shooting that happened, I guess, last year? Was it 2017? I don't know. There's a church shooting so in Texas. Yeah, there's 256 this year we could talk about. That guy stopped a, He stopped the shooter. Oh, yeah. But I that guy, that. He, he also took down like at least 12 people. I don't know. 10, yeah. 12, 18. I don't know. It was in the teens. And so, I don't know the answer. What's yeah. the average time cops get there? I think it's five minutes, right? Yeah. We had uh when I worked at the Globe News, they had they came and did like a conference thing, and they were like, "We can get the fastest we can get here is two minutes. Everyone will be with here within five. So, well, and that that number keeps going up because uh, police force keeps going down. So like, they're having trouble hiring police officers. Um, yeah, there there's a lot of <laughs> well, and and dude, I can't imagine being a cop right now. I would hate I would hate to be because here's the thing I think. I honestly think that the majority of police officers are probably pretty decent people. Yeah. Um, but there is a large enough minority that are awful mm-hmm. and abusing their power. Um, and they are not getting called out on it. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. You, you have to have someone quickly and harshly lash back at, you have to punish police officers mm-hmm. harder than you ever do any criminal. Yeah. But we also have to wait until the investigation mm-hmm. is done before we, we post our reaction. Because I've seen two videos recently. Yeah, I did that. Where that lady was, uh, that family, they were like, oh, they're choking this woman because her daughter stole a doll from the store. You probably saw oh, it. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And I saw that, that was beforehand. They were stealing with their daughter. They didn't have their daughter in the car seat. They were running from the police. They were going like 80 miles an hour, going from that store to another place. They pulled over, and the cops were in that mindset. Like They were freaking out because they were in that high-stress situation. Right. Chasing these motherfuckers down for stealing with their daughter and putting their daughter in harm's way, going 80 miles an hour down busy-ass streets. And that's the situation, but you don't see that. You just see the, no, you oh, see this the cop's trending. yelling. Facts. Well, and here's the thing. I also I, I talked to Nick about this the other day. I I have enormous compassion for someone that throws themselves into a position where, you know, one second you're bored as hell and the next mm-hmm. second you could die. Yeah. Um, and anytime they pull over someone, they could die. Mm-hmm. That That is something I wouldn't do. I'm not going to be a police officer. I That would – I would be terrified every yeah. single night that I'm not going to come home to my kid. And that's what's going through their head when someone is talking shit back to the police officer. That That's what blows my mind. Like, mm-hmm. you're in a situation you could make infinitely better if you True. just shut the fuck up and cooperate. Yeah. I mean, if you're resisting arrest, you don't know you don't know what that guy has on him. Especially right. if he gets back in his car. 
Like he could have anything in there. Yes. And you're done. Very yeah. true. You're not going home tonight. Yeah, you're lucky that we use tasers now. You know, like <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, there was one recently as well where the cop had like a he ran up on the guy and I don't remember the details on it, but I know it was like he was like speeding. He w- there no, it was I don't even know the details. I can't really describe it. But he had the guy up on the car, and it was like oh, all this for a speeding ticket. But the guy had had been doing something beforehand where he was like obviously resisting arrest and just being a dick about it. And then they just his girlfriend like pulls out the phone and just starts recording. He's like, "Why are you doing that? And you're hurting like, him." Yeah, you're just adding to the fucking the hate that they got to deal with. No, it's a tough, thankless job, ruined by a few bad apples. Um, they don't get paid enough to do what they're doing. Um, just like any public sector kind of job, mm. you know, they're starting out like 15 bucks an hour. Uh, they get, they, they get, they get paid Police? more than Bernie's people, but I mean, they, <laughs> That's what I was about to they're say. struggling, you know, uh, it's, it's just a, it's an impossible situation to expect people to be in. Yeah. So. And cops get executed all the time. Oh yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Awful times. Let's talk about something fun. Yeah, seriously. Baseball. <coughs> you guys, no, something fun. Have Let's you guys been to a sod poodle game? Yeah, I went to one. I still haven't been. Yeah, I've been. I've been. I think they're in like the playoffs or something. Really? Oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> there I, was uh, a guy just talking about the sod poodles with me, and he's like, yeah, this player, Mike, and Jeff, and Dean. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I, He expected me to know their names. So I was like, I have no idea. I don't know no, I don't player. know. I. We went out. We sat on the lawn. It was like seven bucks hung out hazel played on the playground she didn't like a baseball game at all but it, it was fun they have a playground in there yeah they've got a full playground it's a nice stadium nice um games are super long i forgot how long baseball was uh and food was ridiculously crazy expensive like i think beers were 10 bucks yeah fuck that's that. a lot man fuck all that noise it's a lot for a beer but it's fun i'm glad we have it um i was super anti sod poodles stadium whenever it was kind of being built but that's another thing I didn't have enough information on to even. Yeah, have I an just opinion. I formed my opinion based on whatever the masses I, were talking about. I do about. not know anything about local government yeah. politics. Everyone I voted for um, didn't win. Yeah, same. Yeah, I was. I don't know. I did. I need to get better educated, I guess, on what's happening locally. But also, how do you find time to keep up? Yeah, because I, I have stuff I'm doing during the day, and then I don't have time to care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to carve out time to figure out what the local politics are doing, especially because I don't feel as though I have very much influence over any of it. I don't matter in this town. I know that. I don't have enough money to matter in this Facts. town. Facts. You're so. just the guy that got stuck on a flagpole. Yeah. That's forever my my legacy. Oh, yeah. I would get involved, but about to move, so I'm not going to be a Amarillo boy it's anymore. About to, about to get involved in the Dallas politics. How many people are in Dallas? Is it, is it a million, two million? I think it's like 70,000. <laughs> Check. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, California people moving to Dallas, making it shitty. Uh, 1.19 million. Okay, it's a lot of people, man. Yeah, a lot of opportunity down there, though. Yeah, a lot of all big all folks down there. <laughs> there will be blood. You would kill video business in there. I hope so, man. There's also a lot more competition down there, too. You know, I think that makes everyone better. Yeah. I, I, I would improve by 
you know, just being around other people that are pushing you forward, you know, that's, that's how it works. That's how it's going to work for comedy. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. Like right now, cause I've, I've seen you perform at the 806 and I think I saw you one other time and you killer set. You're really, really good. Thank you, man. You are also like a big fish in a little pond right now. You know, like you're, you're surrounded by, and I don't want to dog on any of the other comedians here in town, but like. I put you head and shoulders above most of the other people that I've I've gotten to watch here. Because I, I have tall head and shoulders. Yeah, you're a very tall guy, <laughs> <laughs> and you're talented. I I can tell that you're putting work into what you're doing, and so I would love to see you take off in another city where you have a bunch of other people that are better than you. Because yeah, for sure. like that, I think that's a valuable thing to be thrust into somewhere where like you are now the worst in the room rather than the closer. You know, you're the ringer that people you know you. They warm the crowd up, and then they're like, okay, yeah, we were here for Matt. Like, I, I've seen that happen in the crowd before I even knew who you were, you know? Really? Like, yes. Oh, 806? 806, hmm. yes. Interesting. You were the guy that people were talking about in the crowd. You were the guy that people were, like, stoked to see, and they, they all came with the same thing, that they were like, oh, no, no, this guy's pretty fucking funny. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, very yeah. cool. It's very cool, and it's a, it's a testament to the success of what you're doing. Um, so I, I am excited to see you get to a bigger city that means a lot. and continue to grow because you deserve that. You, you deserve to pursue that. Same way with Nick. Nick is an incredibly talented producer Hell who yeah. is right now um, producing for, uh, you know, a, a smaller group of people. I'm I'm trying to be tactful here, but you're, you're producing for a lot smaller group of people here. And so there is an element of limit limiting yourself when you're in Amarillo. And if you get down to Dallas, there's 1.19 people, 1.19 million people down there. Uh, that's a lot of people that will potentially be very, very good at what they do. I'm pumped to be the worst in the room again. Well, yeah, you drag, we all drag each other up, you know, like I think that's, I think that's how it should be is you find whatever room you can be the stupidest person in. And, and then you try to get as good as all those people and you find another room. I like that. Yeah. Find the room you can be the stupidest person in. I'm good at that. God. <laughs> it's a little too easy for me, I'll admit that. <laughs> I'm so pumped to be there. What are your what are your plans, man, for your uh for your company? How long have you been man, in business? Uh, you know, I've been doing this about eight years now, uh nine years maybe. And I dig it. It's really, really cool. I would love to kick start it in another city. You know, they, it's just not in the cards right now. I've I've got um you know, I've got a six year old that I'm raising with her her mom and her mom lives here and like moving logistically mm-hmm. with someone like that when you're co-parenting mm-hmm. as it's a it's a hassle there's a lot of trouble and there's also like the benefit of i have family and friends here mm-hmm. that, that really do help me with my kid and yeah. um so so i will be here for the foreseeable future so mm-hmm. growth right now to me looks like i'm i'm hopefully traveling to places uh nice. coming to stay with me a lot yeah and, stuff. and despite like the you know what all these hippies are saying there's nothing wrong with child labor so if you want <laughs> yeah if you want to get ahead no hazel hazel's already make her carry some things around super yeah. stoked <laughs> she wants to be a part she wants to do it you know she's still at an age where work is cool and so like she wants to be a part and so i'll be able to definitely um you know pay her less than bernie pays his people to to help me out a little bit um but yeah it, it's cool and mm-hmm. and i'm hoping like when i go down and visit nick he's gonna help me find some business down there too Oh, yeah. Maybe do some music videos for some rappers or something. For sure. So, How do you find business? Right now, a lot of it's word of mouth. Um, mm-hmm. Do a little bit of advertising on Facebook and Google, and then, but truly, like most of this town is word of mouth. Mm-hmm. People, yeah. people hear about your stuff, and oh, you did so and so's wedding, or yeah, my, my buddy, you did something for his business. What would you charge me to do this? Oh God, that's way too much money. I'm never mm-hmm. going to hire you. Um, so, 
that's uh that's a lot of it i honestly didn't know what you did until uh jocelyn said you were a videographer and i was like oh cool yeah aren't you aren't you in tech now tech yeah don't you do something with tech i thought i saw you post something like i posted a, a backward facing switch the other day and you commented on it or something on twitter a backward facing switch i don't even know what that is yeah okay well maybe no, i'm wrong I'm not, I'm not into tech okay i uh i'm a bartender where are you a bartender i at? sell insurance at drunken oyster how long have you been doing that like less never than a seen month you. oh okay i was gonna say I didn't, I didn't see you up there i like them it's a fun time they're good they have a uh, absinthe they do yeah. it's it's the good absinthe it's it's like three different types i haven't tried it before but it looks it looks dangerous i mean it was fun it was it doesn't make you hallucinate or anything like that like all the i believe that because yeah i mean i served it to people and they didn't trip balls so no it's just it's just <laughs> alcohol um tastes like licorice kind of sometimes it's weird does it maybe if you put more quantity you hallucinate i just want to hallucinate so the the theory was that it was uh distilled with wormwood i believe mm-hmm. and wormwood was supposed to have like these hallucinogenic properties but they don't they don't do that anymore and so i believe wormwood was what they built the ark with i believe that so that's why all the animals are tripping <laughs> the dinosaurs were tripping balls so they jumped off Giraffes were like i don't even fit in here man <laughs> <laughs> this don't make sense wormwood yeah that's fun no, it's, it's exciting. I don't know. All right. We'll get to the wrap-up questions. Oh, yeah, wrap-up. You up. guys, do you remember a time, the last time you laughed the hardest? I laughed the hardest? Yeah. Hardest. Ooh. Time in your life you laughed the hardest. That's so hard because I, I feel like I, I am now, this is revealing of my character, but I'm now such a cynical jerk that... I don't relax and laugh at a whole lot of stuff anymore, man. Like, this is embarrassing, but I laughed really hard when I was watching Aladdin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the hardest I laughed... Oh, gosh, yes, I do remember. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Have you seen it? No, I need to. Mm. Is it good? Uh, yes, yes, and I don't want to reveal anything, but I laughed really, really hard in that movie. Nice. Um, and, yeah, incredulous. It's uh probably my second favorite Tarantino film. So, yeah. That's... What's your first? Um, I really like Inglorious Bastards. Mm, Love I that do movie. too. I thought you were going to say Pulp Fiction because that seems to be everyone's favorite. Eh, you know, Pulp Fiction's great. It's a fun movie, but I, I think Inglorious Bastards is a master class of just art. Yeah, that scene with the bear Jew. Yes. I, I, like, I always go back to that every time I think of that movie. Dude, the opening scene is what does it for me. That monologue. Um, mm. Oh, fucking beautiful. Fantastic. With the family underneath the... And the, the I forget Four that guy's name, stuff. but like he yeah, he's so he good. murders every role he's in. He's so good. Wasn't he in he Bond? In... James Bond? I don't know. Let's see how I did that? I don't think so. But I think he was it. the bad guy. Oh, in the Skyfall. bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was yeah. like going to say he wasn't James. No, <laughs> no. What's yours, Nick? I laughed pretty hard last night at um. It was Theo Burt and some orange-headed dude cooking. And, Andrew Santino. Yeah, and they were cooking this Cheeto Santino. Cheeto. They Santino. were cooking tacos oh something's burning right show. Bert show they were hilarious i love theo so much what's yours as the man time i laughed huh that's a good one i say i feel like i laugh too much you know so it's hard it's for me good to, problem it's to hard have, for man. me to pinpoint um i guess at the show friday um this dude kevin he's the funniest comic in amarillo really large black man i don't know if you've seen him i don't think i have but huh he really just does crowd work, and he was just like talking about to this girl who's like a registered nurse, 
about um how she should leave her husband for him but he's like say it says in like a funny black guy way <laughs> and i was just laughing my ass off and then there was this guy behind me who was like tripping balls like he was on some sort of drug and he was just like leaning like hunched over and kevin was like oh that dude's dead <laughs> <laughs> he was just talking shit on everybody and that's so much fun to see um what else this kind of seems like too easy of an answer that i just gave gotta dig deep yeah let me dig deeper do it for the grand when's your next show next show where i will laugh the hardest is the 10th at six car 10th you want to try and go there yep put it down actually you guys should go to the 16th the golden light it's friday okay we'll go to that one we'll go to whichever yeah one six works car would be you. a different play man that'd be a I don't know how six cars gonna go. I didn't put that one together, so I don't even know. It's supposed to be like a new material show. Dude, the tenth is this Saturday. I don't know who's involved. Yeah, tenth Saturday. We, I may have to do that one because Hazel's out of town this weekend, okay. so I'd, I'd be able to hit that. We'll okay, do that. Cool. Then. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that one's gonna go. What time? Golden Light will definitely be legit. Uh, nine or ten. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I should know more details, but I don't. No, you you're really good at this promotion thing. I like it. Thank you, thank you. And also, uh, six car. Yeah, and then there's the open mics Tuesday and Wednesday. House bar and whiskey. So Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Down. I can probably hit that. We can get some drinks. I don't even know where we're going to set up at. I guess upstairs. I can get a drink. Yeah, you can. Not drink. A drink and drink half of it and be good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Why is that? It all no it, colon. Yeah. Uh. You get drunk so fast. I think that's why Derek always offers to buy my drink because he knows it's only going to be one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Jordy I'm wants, a frugal man. Jordy wants to know how you became a rock star. How I became a rock star, man, I'm still working on it. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's an act of, of constant, uh, what is it, contrition? Is that is that how you become a rock star? You just, you just constantly slave away at it. And I don't know what contrition means. Me neither. Like Contrition, I think, is like uh, if if you if you're apologizing for something, um, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're like making acts of service to atone for what you've done. Maybe I think that's what that mm-hmm. means. Gosh, maybe just Derek still Derek it. still hasn't learned after all these years of being friends that he's not supposed to use big words around me. No, I know. I, so, yeah, I think I think uh, I have hit success as a rock star though, because I actually I played in another city last night. Um, played what? I, I played music. Just played some of the new material from our new record and. Oh, no, uh, yeah. So and and both people in attendance were stoked on it. I think it was really really good. <laughs> That's dope. Um, Where'd they, you play it? Sugar Brown. Sugar Brown's in Lubbock. Dude, I forgot you did music. Yeah. I'm sorry. This whole podcast. We no, didn't, no. We didn't talk about your music. We we don't got to talk about my music at all. I, it's it's just it's something I really love and enjoy doing, and it's unfortunate that other people don't love and enjoy that I'm doing it. But mm-hmm. you know, that's it's life. Sometimes you you get fifty percent, and that's good enough. So when's your album dropping? Hopefully October. Nick's yeah. Nick's working on it right now. I think we're mostly done with primary recording and everything, and he's just he's adding that sauce that makes it sound good. What's the know? name of it? Uh, I don't like me either. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Kind of sounds like a stand-up special. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. There's parts of it that are kind of funny, but not really. They're all sad for them. There's a lot of sadness on it. But yeah, it's it's not a popular style of music. It's not it's not something that like <laughs> most people would enjoy. Um, you know, so if you're like looking you're for a good time, trying not to tell this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's I, you know it's a record I'm very proud of. It's a record that I worked on for you know two years now, but it's also one that I'm under no disillusionment that will uh have, have, it'll make me famous. Are you familiar with Earl Sweatshirt? Uh, uh-uh, who's oh, that? He's a, he's a rapper that was part of Odd Future, but he had, he had an album called I Don't Like Shit, I Don't Go Outside. 
And I like it. It sounds a lot like your album. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. I like Speaking it. Speaking of Odd Future, can we talk about Tyler's freestyle on... Did you see that? Yeah. Day? Yo. Uh, Tyler's hilarious. Who was, was it? Guy. Funk Flex he was on? Yeah, he's talking about sucking somebody's dick, right? Something. And apparently Funk Flex had like a history of some homophobia. Yeah. And so Tyler goes on for a freestyle and Tyler's freestyle and he starts rapping about sucking dick. It's <laughs> <laughs> saying all this gay shit. I love it. I love it. And Funk Flex is just like... <laughs> Did you see Lil Dicky's latest freestyle? Oh, I murdered it. That was amazing. It was amazing. great. Fantastic. Here's it, my problem with Lil Dicky. said so many things went over my head. Oh, I know. I had to listen to it like three times. But my issue with Lil Dicky is, is he is in a position where he could work with literally anyone. Why did he team up with Chris Brown? That made me so mad, man. This like, I fucking hate Chris Brown. I Why do you hate Chris Brown? Because he's a, he's a woman beater. Just like one time. Did you read <laughs> Did you read the police report? Did you ever read the police report? I didn't. Tear into it. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. He beat the shit out of Rihanna. Um, that yeah, dude like, does not did... deserve an ounce of our attention, our money, whatever. What did she do? Um, I mean, that's not really the question, man. That's, <laughs> what that's did not she the right do? kind of question. Here, here's what happened. She was trying to leave the car. They got in an argument. She was trying to leave the car. He shut the door and beat the shit out of her. And then she like tries to crawl out of the car, and he's still screaming at her, trying to beat the shit out of her. She can't get out of her seatbelt. Um, and you saw her face yeah. like after that, like it beat to a pulp. I'm not saying that Rihanna didn't do anything wrong in that situation. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that it doesn't matter what the fuck she did. He still like assaulted a woman and has an incredibly successful music career, Absolutely. and that's all of our fault. And it's a little Dicky's fault too, because that song works with any artist. You yeah. don't have to have Chris Brown there. Man, my Chris fault. I don't listen to Chris Brown. Body. Yeah, fuck Chris Brown. Uh, fuck Chris Brown. Uh, 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 uh. But he's got a great voice. No, Chris, Chris Breezy can go breeze the fuck off. That's I, that guy needs to die. Chris Breezy can <laughs> breeze the fuck off. <laughs> Febreze, <laughs> Febreze your way out of here, son. No, but I cannot deny how talented Little Dicky is. That that freestyle was he killed it. Just yeah, absolutely killed he's it. He's hilarious. I love Little Dicky. It's the the way his whole persona is just like, because rappers are always like, oh, I got a big dick, I stole you, bitch. And his whole thing was just like, I'm going to call myself Lil Dicky. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I want from him, though, is I would love for his next record to be a serious record. I want him to come out with something that is, you know, earnest mm-hmm. on it. Because Molly is my favorite song off That's of a great uh, song. professional rapper. I, I just had an emotional connection to that song. I remember mm-hmm. listening to it and it just like broke me. The music video is fantastic. That's the song I would always skip, but then I finally went back and played it and I was like, this is really good. It's fantastic. Did you, have you watched the music video? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really, really good. Brendan Yuri is in it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, he's from panic at the disco, right? Oh yeah. He's got a killer voice. He does, man. And he had a, he had a cool story too. Like panic was it, when they first came out, I called him the great value version of fallout boy. And he has grown since their inception into this, like, icon now mm-hmm. he was on a taylor swift song yeah he's kind of doing what uh that drummer from blink 182 does mm-hmm. travis Just, like, travis Barker collaborating with everyone i love blink 182 man Same love them even the new band even the new like with uh the guy from what's that band alkaline trio he's the he's a singer he replaced uh tom oh, really? DeLong. yeah wait they replaced tom DeLong. yeah tom tom was not stoked on blink 182 anymore is, and they hun- were... is it because he's hunting aliens yeah, I mean, he kind of he broke in some way. It feels like, but he's he's a very cool dude. And Angels and Airwaves was was his passion, mm-hmm. and he was gonna have to sacrifice a lot of stuff with that. And he was like, "Ah, look, guys, like, I'm not feeling it. I'm gonna dip out." That's so crazy. Yeah, I didn't realize he left. Wow. Yeah. So, and Angels and Airwaves, uh, Peter McKinnon from YouTube, he does like a, a bunch of 
photography like tutorials and and mm-hmm. kind of vlog style stuff he is doing a like documentary for angels and airways right now nice wild that's cool. i mean that's it's a weird world to live in where like a youtube star is is now taking over a band that i grew up really loving but oh yeah exciting news yeah yeah so i forgot how we got onto that tangent <laughs> i know i don't know i don't know either blink 182 we were talking about chris breezy fuck chris breezy how are you gonna hate from outside the club <laughs> can't even get in it's <laughs> my chris brown impression all right guys if you could uh make everyone in the world do something for 30 days what would it be get off social media meditate get off social media and meditate yeah let's work together I like it. Those do work together. The whole world's better for it. What's what's your idea of meditate? Because I feel like you can meditate for five minutes. I, I'm talking like 15 to 30 minutes of concentrated meditation, like guided mm. meditation. Um, do you play any music when you meditate? Mm-mm. No, like I, I'm talking like uh, like true meditation, where mm. you are you are clearing your mind of everything. Mm. So, um, and you're talking like the seance music in the background, right? Yeah. Like, no, I, I want people to sit in utter and complete silence, alone with their thoughts, unable to focus on anything else other than just like, here we are. We are meditating. Do you meditate regularly? Not as much as I should, no. Um, but when I do, man, I feel better. I, I feel mm-hmm. remarkably better. Have you ever felt your third eye? No. Okay. I was just curious. No. I, I, found, I found out about that like in high school and I was like super Have you felt your third eye? I haven't. Oh, okay. I got scared. <laughs> I thought maybe it was the devil, so I stopped. No, no. I mean, truly, what what it is for me is uh, when I have had a incredibly stressful, rough week or whatever, sitting mm-hmm. there and being able to dispassionately sort through some of that mm-hmm. and and refocus. I don't know. I just I leave that feeling better and in a better yeah. place. I think you, you know it helps a lot. Writing. I I yeah I, I agree with that. I write complete nonsense all the time, every day. <laughs> well, and it, it sometimes it's in, funny. Yeah, it plays into the comedy aspect. Do you journal? Do you journal like? Yeah, that's I, write, cool. I write a lot. Yo, the Ohio shooter. They just went to his whatever house stuff, mm-hmm. and his sister and her boyfriend were dead and shot in the car. Who did so it? So he. Um, <laughs> There's a copycat shooter on the loose. <laughs> that's crazy. Did we kill either shooter? They're both in custody, huh? Yeah. Sucks. Torture. <laughs> Yeah. I, I'm anti-torture. Take him to Guantanamo. I'm I'm completely against torture. It depends. What about Chris Brown? Against torture. Uh-huh. Just, I will. I will. <laughs> just, just I will kill him. <laughs> I will perform the torture myself. Ooh, ooh. Hostile style. That is. Have you seen those movies? Those are gross. Yes. Um, I was gonna say. Death penalty. How do you feel about that? See, I I go back and forth on the death penalty, mm-hmm. man. I you know. There is a part of me that, that loves it, especially for certain types of crime, like anything with children. Yeah, mm-hmm. just off them. There, we don't have a way to fix them, so kill them. Yeah. Um, but shooters. I also, I also think it devalues life whenever you accept a death penalty, um, and you are also, um, you know, taking away someone that could add any type of labor or whatever into the world. So, like, if he's making license plates, that's something better that he is doing than taking up space in the ground if that makes sense i suppose but but his body will decompose and you know we'll have some nice green grass it will eventually we can cremate him instead yeah, cremate him it, i mean you can do that anyway when they die we can put but a, i'm also talking about like slave labor you know strap like strap them <laughs> to a rocket and send them into space with a satellite body camera or something like, like get some research done if i was president right now <laughs> that shooter from yesterday 
we're putting him on national news, covering his face up so he can't get that fame of showing mm-hmm. his face, you know. Then you're just going full torture. Full That's torture. hardcore. Oh, that yeah. Is, so public public torture, public yes. humiliation kind of thing. But not to where they're shown because they want to be famous. So I wouldn't I'm show so their face or share their name. I'm just torn on that, man. I don't think torture is effective. I don't think it's. I don't think it's something mm-hmm. that sends a good message. I. I also am not sure what does though. Like yeah. we that, already have ed- yeah, executions in Texas. They always they used to do public hangings and yeah. you see pictures of people and they'd be like smiling in the photos and just like that bothers me. Was it that? Was it that normal at yeah. that point? Like it was just like, oh, we're going to a show. I. We're I gonna don't go watch a movie and it's a guy hanging from a fucking tree. Like I don't know. I don't want to normalize that for every human to go around and, and think that value has so little mm-hmm. uh, life has so little value that we can just go kill someone and make it an entertaining thing. Yeah. We're, we're like that far away it's from gladiatorial combat combat, you know, like in Rome. Wait, what? Like gladiatorial combat. Like the, at we? that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you, if you turn it into something where we, we devalue these people, why not make money off? I them? would watch gladiators. Yeah, I would too. But I don't like that about my personality, you yeah. know. Like, like I would enjoy it, but I would I would feel guilty about it, you know. Yeah, I'd feel guilty. <laughs> they didn't always die, did they? Do they always die? I, someone did. Yeah. 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 Too bad. If they didn't die, you went to the wrong arena. I want to watch a man fight a lion, though. <laughs> as long as lion wins. <laughs> mm. That MGM lion. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite that was animal. good. Favorite animal, go. Oh, dog. Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, On cue. Yeah, that was that was good. No, I'll go with uh, I'll go with cheetah. I like cheetahs growing up. Mm. Cats suck. <laughs> cheetah's a cat. Don't suck. Cheetah's cool, but like bad cats. <laughs> I used to think cheetahs are the fastest animal, but there's this falcon that can fly like 150 miles per hour. What? Which falcon? I don't know. I gotta look it up. Find it. Fastest flying falcon. Also, can you domesticate the falcon? I'm guessing no. I want a messenger <laughs> falcon. How cool would that be? The per perdrian falcon. P e r. Peregrine. Peregrine. Yeah, that's probably right. Peregrine falcon. Don't. What the fuck? Oh. It's a Muslim website, and it, it said non-Muslim quotes in the corner, and I was like, I don't know, I don't know what it has to do with falcons. <laughs> hey, maybe that's a maybe that's a part of Islam I I hadn't learned about. Maybe you know? so. But yeah, birds birds are savage. Is that yours? Is that your favorite? <gasps> no. Cool polar bear. Oh, why? Or or just a black bear? I like bears. Bears are cool. Yeah, they're monsters. I appreciate it. I appreciate that they're like like we see them as like these docile cuddly things and then they're actually the thing that will rip you to pieces in two seconds so and they'll eat you ass first I respect that <laughs> they'll eat you while you're screaming respect yeah definitely bears all day all day all day Clemente's bear corner cave <laughs> bear cave corner <laughs> and they like honey who doesn't like honey you know do you like honey? I haven't really been very I like often. Honey. I've uh I remember going when I was little. But me, I hadn't been in me and years. Derek are talking about going deer hunting. Yeah. Oh, I said honey. Oh, oh. honey. <laughs> honey. Yeah, no, I I I like honey. I yes. I'll tell you this though. I bought some raw honey at like a fair when I was younger. I was like 12 years old and I was in Kansas City and you know, you can eat the honeycomb and it was so sweet and I got like sick. 
I couldn't eat it like that anymore. So I, I bum on it a little bit, but my uncle has bees and we get fresh honey from him. That's nice. So you guys are going to go hunting? I want to go. Yeah, we're going to try and let's do it. We're going to try and get a deer and or an elk and and eat off of it like oh, yeah. all year. I want to chase it for 5 miles. Yeah. Uh, track it. That'd put, be cool. I'd put I'd, war paint on. Well, we were talking about it and I was like, "Okay, I I want to be respectful more respectful than I am about the food that I'm eating." You know, like mm-hmm. I don't I don't ever think about where the food that is in my fridge mm-hmm. comes from and I think if you earn it, if you go out and like hunt it and and go through the process of cleaning and and getting it butchered and all that kind of stuff, yeah, you have an appreciation for like, hey, this thing. I, I literally watched the life go out of this thing. Definitely. We need to eat it and make sure that that was not wasted. Appreciation is huge. I mean, yeah, I've been talking about helps you appreciate life. Yeah, you damn right. What other many things you guys gonna do? I don't know yet. Could try. We just mentioned that we need to start being hung up on a pole. Yeah. <laughs> Start there. I shouldn't. Have, you, I shouldn't you, have told you that got, one. You got a lot of making up to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> what else is mainly? Uh, j- drive a big truck. Cut sleeves off of all your shirts. Um, start drinking white claws. White claws. In the laws with white claws. I hadn't had one yet. Are they? Are they terrible? I, I had a. It's just water with alcohol. I believe. So is it really? Yeah. Not really into it. I, it's like with the, those yuhus, where it was like chocolate water. Why would I drink that? I'm going to be into it. That's disgusting. It'll, it'll hydrate me at the same time, so that's good for me. Well, I had like a healthy beer at this last party that we went to. Someone brought them, and they're like White Claws, but it's still in a white can and everything. It's like a rip-off White Claw. It tastes like a LaCroix. That's what I imagine Like white claw alcohol like, LaCroix. Yeah. It was not good. Yeah. Not good at all. For you fancy losers, uh, what else is manly? Uh, Coors Lat. Coors um, Lat. Rebel Flags, those are manly. <laughs> Get no. you a couple of those. I want to. <laughs> I want to get more into doing things with uh, with my hands. You know, I spent. Oh yeah, work I spent on, thirteen work on years working on computers, and now I work. You know, I, I do video work, mm-hmm. and there's, it's fun and it's fulfilling in certain ways. But there's nothing compared to like, hey, this field wasn't plowed, and now it is plowed. Or you know, that I built this thing that wasn't here in the world before now, and sure. now it is built. I think that's. Me and Derek are yeah. about to build my studio, so that'll be. Yeah, yeah, that'll be some manly cool. stuff. Do woodworking like Ron Swanson. Yes. That's have you read his uh, Paddle Your Own Canoe? I have not. Fantastic book. It's really, really good. He's a great guy. Nick Offerman. Um, yeah, he, he writes about the value of uh, learning a trade and learning learning something like that. Even if it's just as a hobby, you mm-hmm. have now gotten something that you never lose. You don't ever lose that, mm-hmm. that thing that you learned how to do. So you now have a woodworking talent. That's invaluable. Yeah. We I, always need that. I think there's that's an important thing in life is to keep learning, keep learning things. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. Otherwise, you're just sitting there becoming a mass shooter. I don't know. I don't know what happens to people don't learn things. I guess they join Al Qaeda. Yeah. Are they still a thing? ISIS. Are they still alive? There's like five people left. There's literally a new thing coming. We don't out, hear. So. Yeah, we don't hear much about ISIS and Al Qaeda anymore. Just uh, just immigrants and white shooters. They they, white they shooters. hear about ISIS and Al Qaeda over there. Mm-hmm. There was just like a just thirty-three a person mass shooting from Al Qaeda. Yeah, that happens a lot. The other day, yeah. They're trying to compete with us. <laughs> They're actually doing way better. They get way more bodies. True. They don't have police over there stopping them. That's fair. It's like you guys run out of bullets. Let us know. They blew up a mosque the other day in somewhere in Africa. Yeah, Africa gets hit hard. Yeah, Africa. That's sad, man. That's yeah, I'm sad. probably gonna like. Try to take my comedy to Africa. 
That'd be good. So I feel like you'd go over well there. Hang out with lions. Yeah. I definitely want to go to Australia. Australia would be cool. I got a lot of friends in Australia. Are there, are there scared places of the bugs, you, you want to visit? I Right now, I'm wanting to go to Tokyo. Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to go out of the country for the first time in uh, end of September. To Tokyo? Uh, no, we're going. My uncle wants to go to Oktoberfest, and so we're going to Barcelona, and nice. uh, we're traveling around over in that area for a little I wasn't while. sure where Oktoberfest would be even held at. I just assumed it was German. It's all over. Uh, nice. You know, like during that little chunk of time, I think everyone does stuff, but that's where he wanted to be, so it's for his birthday. Hell yeah, Barcelona. Yeah, it's going to be cool. I hope so. A little find nervous. A, find a nice Italian woman. Man, that's the goal. That's the goal because I hadn't found any nice Texan women. So, but I, I hear like the bread's way better over there. I think everything's a, a lot better. Like the food there, quality. Man. Well, they they just do stuff different. Yeah. Um, they I work with their hands. Yeah. They get yeah. boats. Well, so here's an in Tokyo, you know, they uh, their chickens are regulated differently, and they they have to meet certain standards that they don't meet here. And so we have like different types of eggs. You can just eat raw eggs over in in Tokyo. Like one of their main dishes, TKG, um, it's just rice and an egg, a raw egg. But all their shit's raw. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they like some raw stuff. Lazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's I it, that's what I'd really like to go for is food. There's a sushi place that I want to go to there, and that's mm-hmm. like the whole reason I want to go. I'm just I, I love food. Do they use condoms? Do they use what? Condoms. They need to, but no. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, they, everything else is raw. Whatever, you, whatever you do, don't go to the suicide forest. Oh, and gosh. And record yeah. yourself laughing. With, uh, <laughs> is that Jake Paul or Logan Paul? Which one did that? I don't know the that? difference. It's old, I think the older one's Logan, so it's probably Logan, right? I don't know. I, don't I can't either. remember. I can't stand those guys. Money, though. Gosh, that's not that's That not boxing match he was in? Yes. Like, that made better, so much. Did better than every UFC fight. It's brilliant. It really is. He's a great businessman. I just like don't him. like the I guy. I'd be like him when I grow up. <laughs> Either him or Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. One of the two. Fuck Chris Brown. <laughs> All right, we can wrap it up now. That was the Fuck Chris Brown podcast. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for having us on, man. Yeah, thanks for coming through. This was fun. Yeah, thanks. It was a good time. We'll see you Saturday. Oh, yeah. You're Saturday. Six Car Pub and Brewery. Be there. Be square. Okay. <laughs> Is that good? Should Love I re- it. I'll redo it. <laughs> <laughs>